The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. A group called Delta Spirit. It's on my iTunes. I think I might have interviewed them when I was on um, BBC Six Music. When was that? That was quite a while ago. Uh-huh. Uh, before I screwed that one up. Uh, what did I say? Delta Spirit. Have I got? I, I've got. I've only got two songs. Let's say this is the other song. I've yeah, this one's a bit rockier, as you can tell, guys. the other oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand boy oh boy oh boy oh, uh, uh, late night alternative i'm ian lee that's Catherine boyle hi love it when um uh, um uh, people phone up uh, uh, shows other shows to slag me off t give us a call man i don't know if, no idea what you're talking about i think i think you were potty mouthed but we no 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 never never sir whatever it was you accused us of we never did it we never done it i swear after 11 we're playing out an interview i did today with tony slattery and, um, can you hear the wind? What's that? No, oh, that's my stomach. What was that noise? Can you hear like a... Can you hear it, Sam? Mm. Everyone be quiet. Everyone like be quiet. a fan. Is it my fan? No, no, no. What is that? Turn Cass' mic off. Turn my mic off. Turn both. You can turn them back on now. I think the studio's haunted this evening. Can anyone else? Can anyone else hear that? This is um, this is freaky, man. The studio is haunted tonight. Anyway, interview Tony Slattery. Um, been a sort of resurgence of affection for Tony Slattery. I spent the most wonderful um, two hours. I was with him for about two hours, and um, you'll hear most of that. We did, some of it we didn't record because we had a really good chat afterwards. 
We stopped the interview halfway through. Um, well, you'll hear it. I... Uh, the music's slightly inappropriate now. I, um... Uh, I... Cath has edited it, right? We had to edit it because he's got. He he was sweary because he knew that you'd have to edit them. And he said, "Can I swear?" I said, "Well, you can, but that's going to give Catherine some work." He went. He he took the 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 digital and went. Well then, Catherine, I'm sorry for saying this, but FC. Yeah, the way you just just spun that was interesting because it sounded like you were telling him, "Oh, poor Catherine." No, you were encouraging him. Yeah, I was encouraging him. Yeah. Uh, First of all. A really nice guy. Honestly, I had a crush on him when I was 15. I've got a crush on him now. I'm 45. He's, he's a beautiful man, physically and spiritually. He's, he's a beautiful, beautiful man. He's funny. There is a lot of laughter in this interview. He is funny. Um, but, and I don't want to say too much. Um, I don't want to say too much. Uh, uh, and I think a lot of you are going to be very, very surprised when you hear it. I did send it over to Catherine this afternoon saying, can we play this out? Is it exploitative? Now, I'm... T, T, stop, listen, stop texting me because I'm going to block that number now. Either Not potty mouth, but the brutal truth. I think he told us to F off this guy, didn't he? When people say the brutal truth, is that like saying... T, call him. Call him and we'll put you on. Yeah. Just don't swear this time. I'd be interested to know what the thing is and let's see if we can make peace. I apologise to you. If I've done anything wrong, I apologise to you. Would you call in and let's make peace? Um, I, I, I worried if it was slightly exploitative. I'm erring on the, the side quite heavily that it isn't, and you're cool with it as well. Yeah, it felt like um, you you were very honest with Tony as the thing was going on, and you checked continually that he was okay mm. with certain things that were being spoken really, about and it's really in- sorry i interrupted you there uh it's really interesting i came out and i phoned kath up and i burst into tears and i cried for quite a bit of the drive home um you're not gonna hear you're never gonna hear anything like this you're never gonna hear anything like this i offended him at one point uh and it gets awkward uh, honestly, I'm just trying to do the highlights, but actually I'm not going to. We're going to play it after 11. I'd love to get your thoughts on it after 12. It takes up the whole hour. Uh, Tony Slattery, thank you so, so, so much, man. It was a thrill to meet you today. It was an honour to sit and pick your brains. After the interview, when we'd stopped, don't think this is in it, a, um, we were kind of riffing on each other, right? And we both spent, and this isn't an interview, we did five minutes of both of us doing Brian Walden interviews. Wow, okay. <laughs> both of us doing, I'm Brian Walden. No, 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 I'm Brian Walden. Margaret Thatcher. We're doing that. And then, and this made me cry. I cry in the interview. This made me cry after the interview. He looked at me and said, God, you're good. Would you do improv with me one night? Started crying. God, you're good. Would you do improv with me one night? And I said, no. I said, no, of course not. I'm not anywhere in your league. And he looked really hurt. And I went, well, uh, yeah, I I would. But he said, right, I'm taking your second answer. Um, I I was blown away. Tony Slattery? Asking if I would do improv with it? And the thing thing with him is, you'll hear it, right? And You'll hear it. I'm trying to set you guys up that this might not be the interview that Twitter has implied it's going to be. Okay? I don't want to shock you too much. Um, But... 
everything that comes out of that man's out, that man is like a Vulcan. He cannot lie. He cannot lie. Every there's a couple of wobbly truths in there, maybe, but he just he just says he thinks it and he says it, you know. And um, uh, but in a in a in a very kind way. It's not. A, he doesn't say stuff to be offensive. He says, "Can I can I say this to you?" And then says something very honest. Also, he's so thrilled that anyone's interested. Yeah. So thrilled. When I phoned up this morning, Mm -hmm. because we needed to do a bit of adjustments with the times and locations, um, he was very grateful that I'd called him back, like, more than he needed to be, and also thrilled to be able to tell me that the reason why maybe we should change location is because he had another interview, and he Mm -hmm. said, gosh, and I haven't been able to say that for such an awful long Mm -hmm. time. He's thrilled, um, and also has some trouble accepting compliments. And it means such a lot to him. You'll 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 hear that. You'll hear that. It gets off to an awkward start when I I gush, and he and he freezes. He literally freezes and stares at me. Um, I, I'm not going to say any more, right? I think you're in for a shock. I think I can say that. Say I'm not going to say more. He says then going on to say some more. I think you're in for a shock, but it is a it is it is beautiful. He is a beautiful beautiful man. Every sense of the word. He still got it. He's still... I kept saying to him, Tony, you're still so funny. Because he was. He was just. He would just do stuff and make me laugh, doing his Kenneth Williams and stuff. And um, Here's what I took from it. Yeah. It wasn't so much of an interview as, as a conversation. Yeah, yeah. He was asking you just as much as you were asking him. He was fascinated by some aspects of my life. Um, so we're going to play that after 11. And then after 12, I'd love, I'd love, love, love to get your thoughts on it. And I'm really hoping that the, the Guardian interview, my interview, and they, I know he's doing other interviews, I'm really hoping that this is um, a turning point in his career, that we get him back on telly, we get him back on radio, we get him writing. We get, I know he's doing Edinburgh this year, that we, we, we get him doing a run of shows in a theatre, that he gets some acting work, because the man, um, he's got to sort out a couple of things, but he's still so talented, so talented. You know, talent like that, you can't, whatever you, however much you try and um, and drown it, you can't. It, it's, it's, it's there. And um, what a thrill, what a, th- what a thrill, what a thrill, what a thrill. Just, just a wonderful, you know, privilege to, to have been in his company. Um, let's go to Alan Caddick. Good evening, Alan. Evening, boss. It- evening, Kath. Hello. I've got something to ask you, Ian, because you've been on Way Out TV. I'm not going to lend you any money, Alan. I, sp- I no, spent all of the no, jungle I want your money. Opinion. Yes. Given the nature of today's decision by RGV to axe Jamie Carso yes. and the government's investigation oh. into Way Out TV, no. what's your take on it? Well, um, uh, I, but, we, we kind of talked about this last night. Did you miss that bit? Alan doesn't listen to the show, as we know. I don't think I wouldn't call Jeremy Kyle reality TV. I think I don't think it's a reality TV program. But the government investigating all reality TV. That's Love Island. I'm a celebrity. No, they the police were investigating Danny Baker the other day. You know, so, well, the, the, the government are doing it just because they feel they've got to do something. You know, well, I'd, well the, the, the show probably the show been on for fourteen years. It's probably too long. It's, it's probably right to get rid of it and. Um, do something different. I, I see don't... Lucy Spraggan's been talking as well. Who's Lucy? Do you remember, we met her at the Samaritans do we went to at the top of the BT Tower. Oh, yes, where was she from? So, former X Factor. X Factor. Oh, um, yes, I do remember. She, I do remember her, She yes. really struggled kind of up and after uh, the X Factor, and she's been talking about the fact that she feels that the aftercare is just not there across the whole sort of gamut of reality-based television shows on ITV. Uh, well, I've, I, I, I said the other day, I, I got a phone call after The Jungle. I was invited in if I wanted to, to go and have a session. I got a phone call. 
Um, and did they pay... Did they... Actually, now, let me be fair. They might have paid for two sessions for me to go and see my psychiatrist, actually. Uh, if I'm... Yeah, they might... I think they, they paid for two or three sessions for me to go and see my psychiatrist. So I'd forgotten that. Um, I don't know. It's... Um, T, T, I'm not going to read out any more of your texts. Listen, T, call, give it up. Sh- shut up, Alan. Um, listen, uh, if you want to phone in, I will apologise to you and I will do my best to make peace. If you don't want to do that, if you want to keep having a pop, then I'm, I'm just going to make it so I can't see your text come up on the screen, OK? I'm, I'm giving you the opportunity to call in. If I've done anything in the, in the past that's wrong, I, I, I apologise. I humbly apologise. So it's entirely up to you now, brother, what you do, OK? I'm, I'm, I'm handing that over to you. In fact, I'm just going to do it so that I'm going to set the screen so I can't see your taxes anymore. So if you call in, that's groovy, and if you don't, that's groovy. Um, yeah, OK, Alan, I think we've answered the Jeremy Cow thing. Uh, the, the, the long and short of it is, I don't really care. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, I don't really care. don't really care. Do you care? Mm. You care? You do care? Yeah. Yeah? Do you? Why? Well, that's what we said yesterday. I mean, mm. going over old ground again, but this whole thing of, you know, re- uh, the cruel side of television, the fact that we like oh, yeah, to no, be I voyeurs on that. I do care, you're right. It's something that's, we're reaping what we've sown, I really. do care, I do care. Um, I do care. Uh, what she just said. Oh, dropped a pen. When it's people who aren't used to television. Yeah. Well, TV's Being cruel. chewed up and spat out, I T- think it's TV's, out of order. TV's cruel. TV's cruel for a long time. One of my favourite programmes was Can't Pay, Take It Away. But actually, that's, that's, that's horrible. It's people at their lowest ebb. You know, being used for entertainment, poverty porn, I think they call it. Um, so I do care, and I'm glad that it's gone. Is that is that my official opinion? I don't know. Is it? You, you tell me. My brain's gone blind. <laughs> tell me what I think on it. So from t- tonight, Kathy's going to tell me what I think on things because I'm too tired to form my own opinion. What you said yesterday is that you were also concerned about Jeremy Kyle. That is it. Bring back Jeremy Kyle. I say. I say. Don't sack well, him. I say, don't sack him. Give him. Give him two shows a day. Is what I say. Actually. Oh, okay. So is that, is that what you said? I don't know. What, I don't think what, you I don't said know. that. Let's have a break and let's establish what my opinion is on this very, very thorny subject. The late night alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand Manchester. Catherine and I will be in you on Saturday night. There's two tickets left for the Saturday night show and Sunday tea time. So about six, I think it is, around about six. There's about 15 tickets left. So, can you hear that? It sounds mm. like a windy moor. It's not my computer. Can you hear that, dear listener, at home? Is it the aircon? It's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a moor. We're out on a windy moor. Um, we're in Manchester, Saturday and Sunday. A handful of tickets left. Uh, for every show, we always stick around for a little bit afterwards, shake hands and have pictures taken. We won't be sticking around too long on Sunday, maybe about half an hour, but we need to drive back uh, uh, then. But we'll, we'll make sure everyone gets. Everyone will get a picture and a chance to come and say hello. Don't you worry about that if you want. Um, it's uh, quite rude. We take phone calls. Um, we'll be streaming it on either Periscope or Twitch. Probably on Twitch if I can work it out. That's the plan. Probably on Twitch. Um, but uh, you're very welcome to buy tickets. com slash event. com slash event. And um, we've just, just, just today put on the link for tickets for Bath in September. We're going to be playing at the Rondo Theatre in Bath again. 
Uh, th- 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 this is why we, we play the nicest venues, right? And we do. We play venues that are run by uh, the, 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 the nicest people. And someone tweeted me in the Rondo Theatre yesterday when I did the first tweet saying, I had a ticket for this last time and I, I got there, but then I got too anxious and I went home. Do you see what the Rondo retweeted? Yeah, the Rondo replied saying, look, if you want to come in a couple of days before on your own and just have a look around so you know exactly what it's going to be like inside, you'd be very welcome to do that. What a great venue. And then I said to the guy, you'd be very welcome to sit with us. And he wrote back going, wow, Ian and Kath and the Rondo, thank you, this is brilliant. But what he doesn't realise, if he sat with us, he'd be on stage, which may actually make the anxiety um, slightly worse. Yeah, it makes me a bit wobbly, so I don't think uh, they're going to like it very much. Maybe we should do this. Maybe we we should have, like, five premium tickets for £100 each and you get to sit on the stage with us. What, like um, 17th century French theatre when they'd have the... That's exactly what I was thinking of. I was thinking of that. You'd have the VIPs on stage. Yes, that's what I said. The 17th century... kind of sort of mid-17th century uh, theatre dans la française. What I was thinking... I was thinking of it in French, actually, so I'm better than you. But, yeah, that's the thing I was thinking of. Yeah, we could do that. We could... By the way, by the way, by the way, we are looking... Richard and Noel, stay there. We are looking at making bespoke, personalised personalized gift boxes that's going to cost limited number, maybe 50 or 100, right? So it will come in a box or a tin. It will have an audio cassette made by me and Catherine, personalised for you, a jigsaw of us, and we're looking, and I need to work it out, to do like your own personalised VHS videotape as well, shot on a, on a camcorder. But v- VHS blank tapes cost a fortune. Mm. Someone on a Facebook group the other day posted a big stack of VHS tapes and cassette tapes unused, and does anyone want them before I chuck them? And I was going to go, oh yeah, ah yeah, yeah. I thought I don't need them and, and then a week later we come up with this idea, so uh, but so that's going to that's gonna happen. But anyway, ianlee.com slash event is the place to go for all of the tickets and things like that. Good evening, Richard. Hi, you alright? Alright, Richard, what you got for us? Uh, I'm in Scarborough. I've fired it, and uh, been on ho- I'm on holiday. Well, I'm a brilliant thing to say. Speedboat in Scarborough, 40 mile an hour over the waves. Brilliant. Speedboating into now, I like Scarborough. We've uh, have we been to Scarborough or have we went to Scunthorpe? I hate Scarborough. No, I like Scarborough. Um, <laughs> I like all of the British seaside resorts. I think they're wonderful. But you went on a speedboat. Now, were you driving the speedboat? No, no, no. Okay. I've seen, seen the front, but he was driving the back. Okay. 40 mile an hour over the waves. It's brilliant. Now, is it 40 five miles off, an hour or 40 off. knots an hour? 40 miles an hour, he says. Flipping heck, it, man. That's speedy. It's serious. It's, 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 it's five pound, it's brilliant. Five quid? It's all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How long do you get? Uh, about 10 minutes. It's brilliant. Okay, yeah, I'll be, right I'll be up for right that. To see, jump over the waves, it's brilliant. Yeah, I... I um. Uh, I don't really like the sea. I think the sea is overrated. But going on a speedboat, I'm, I'm a big fan of boats, and I'd like to buy like a little boat, like a little boat that you can go downstairs in, so you can go sailing like round, round like like the like Britain, Norfolk, like Norfolk, Norfolk Broads. But then you can just moor up and then go downstairs and watch a black and white television. Fucking like boat. No, 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 not a narrow boat. No, like a little—I don't know what you'd call it—like a little pup pup. But there's a downstairs. Like a cruiser. I did look at Catherine when um, we are going to Manchester. Yeah. 
I did very nearly for an Airbnb get us a narrowboat. Oh, I did, but then the, it got really, really bad reviews, so I didn't. But I was, I was looking at the a, a narrowboat for our Airbnb. Now I'd be fine in that, but you're quite tall for a narrowboat. Oh, I'd love it. I would. I bet it's all right. I would love it. I'd, I'd love it, Richard. I'm, I'm. Although I hate the water, I'm drawn to the water. That is brilliant. Much like yeah, Narcissus. Hang, hang on, really, really hard. All right. No, so you're up there for your holiday, Richard? Yeah, yeah, I'm up here on holiday. Well, you have yeah, a great time. Yeah, have you no, had? No, no, uh, you have no buoyancy aids right on, mate, either. Have you got what, what, what? No buoyancy aids, right? Yeah. Did you fall in, you were a goner. Oh, well, don't fall in. <laughs> don't fall in. Have you, had, um, some, have you had some salty and vinegary fish and chips while you're on the beach? No, no, no. Get no. that sorted, mate. mate. Do it. That's the... it's expensive. No, that's the first thing I do whenever I go to a British beach. You get a bag of chips and go for a walk. Love it. Richard, you have a wicked holiday. Thank you very much for the call. It was Narcissus, wasn't it? Mm. He was... Um, he was Loved himself, yeah. So he was forced forever to look at his reflection in a pool, and every time he went to, like, lick himself or whatever, it, it, the, the, the water broke, and he had to um, pull back. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a bit of Greek mythology for you, 25 minutes in. Wowzers. Good evening, Noel. Good evening, Ian and Catherine. That's her name. Hello, Noel. Yeah. Hey, Glasto. Hang on. Glasto is the person who um, has got the. Glasto, you would be genuinely, genuinely, genuinely. This is the person who is nervous about coming to the Rondo. You would genuinely be very welcome to come and sit on the stage with us if that. I don't know how that would make your anxiety better, but I, w- uh, I would be totally, totally up for that. Yes, Noel. Oh, just. I've just seen Nadi on BBC. Fantastic program about anxiety, and uh, I suffer from it greatly. Uh, I, I suffer from bipolar, bipolar, like um, uh, oh blimey, I forgot the name of the guest. That's Tony Slattery's on, uh, bipolar, yeah, 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 uh, and you do as well, don't you? Ian? I'm not bipolar, no, not. Oh no. right, okay. How does I, let me ask you a question that I asked Tony, and he struggled to answer with answer it. Maybe yeah. your struggle. How does being bipolar affect you? Um, blimey, that is, that's a difficult question. Yeah, I, see, to me, uh, it, I would have thought it was an easy one, but the, the two people I've asked today who are bipolar, you're one of them, have both struggled to, to, to kind of explain it. And I suppose it's kind of the same as saying to Kath, how does not having bipolar affect you? It's like, yeah. I don't know, I'm just, Cause I'm just I'm me. Because I'm on medication, I, I can't really put my finger on it, really. Yeah, yeah, OK. Okay. Um, on Monday, I phoned you up about the thermos hot food delivery Which returnable Catherine, container. Catherine poo pooed. I didn't get a chance to poo poo it fully. I, didn't, I, I, I think you poo pooed it. I enough. wasn't nearly done. I think you poo pooed no, it. No, we enough. found out that someone else had made it. No, no, we hadn't. That's what happened. No, yes, we hadn't. Yeah. Yes, that's what happened, similar, isn't it, Noel? A similar invention. Yeah, it was a similar invention has been invented. And Ian put the phone mine, down on you. Mine, mine, yeah, mine differs greatly because it's got a push on plate lid reversible. Reversible in which manner? Like, do you remember reversible jackets in the eighties? Yeah. So it's like a two jacket yeah. for the price of. And re- of. Uh, reversible jumpers. I uh, don't remember those. And I you made those up. Think you made no, those I up. No, I had one. No, you didn't. Yeah, it's just a Minnie Mouse on one side and uh, that dog from Tintin on the other. We had a great, great gag um, with my friend Mackenzie. We did a show in Edinburgh, right? Where right. he had a. It was such a clever gag, and he would have to remake it every time. He had a, a jumper that said something like. I can't remember the exact wording, but it was quite a long bit of text on there that said, um, the 
um, the, 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 the kind of thing, the London Academy of Natural Arts or something, right? And it said that across there, and he go, look at my jumper, it's very nice. And I go, oh, there's, there's a bit of thread. And I, I, I would pull the thread, and I would pull the thread, and I would pull the thread, and eventually I'd pull all the thread out, and it would say, I am a C. <laughs> It was such a good gag. Such a clever, clever... He's so clever. Um, uh, it's such a good gag. Anyway, yes. Yes, so, so it's a push-on plate lid, and it's reversible. So you can put rice and curry in it because it's got indentations on the top. Rice and curry, and yep. you, the you indentations. Turn it over. Did he say turn indentations? It <laughs> turn it over. Turn it over. Turn it over. I'm turning it. <laughs> it is turned over. What we got? And, and then you've got another plate. And then you've got another plate at the bottom of the container itself. Three so plates. Try three, plates. Three plates. Please, yeah, everyone, good. try plates. Uh, honestly, right. it's so much better than leaves and shovels. <laughs> but, the, but the crucial thing that I missed out on Monday night... Yes. Uh, ..is that the government not only would fund the, the containers, but they'd also fund uh, storage units. That's very essential because... Ah. When, you ha- when, when people come... When the delivery... Comes comes to your house. Yes, you then give them the old one. Yeah, that's, that you've used, mm-hmm. and then they take it to the storage unit. Otherwise, McDonald's, for instance, will be in, inundated sometimes, and sometimes they have no no nothing to work on. Yes. What, where is sense? the storage unit? Uh, it, it would be somewhere centrally, like yeah. in in a village. It'd be central village, central or village. Need to have several in okay. several in All cities. Right. No, it sounds, it sounds like a good idea. You I'm, could call it the plate hub. Don't listen to Catherine because I think she's being sarcastic because she doesn't think it's a great idea, whereas I am happy to encourage, non-financial encouragement, of course, uh, entrepreneurs such as yourself, such as yourself, Shirt. Noel, and I wish you the very best of luck with that project. Thanks. I'm giving it away free. The whole, whole, all of my inventions are free. That's probably why I invent ah, so many things. Shareware. God's gift. Okay, God's gift. There you go. Noel is God's gift. Who would have thunk it? 0344. What a lovely start to the show. I haven't heard the term God's gift for ages. It's something my mum used to say. Look at him, he thinks he's God's gift. I used to love that programme with Davina. It was great, wasn't it? Because she would wear the like short, tight little PVC. It was such a mucky programme. And she, you'd have to lick, like, shit off of a man's foot. <laughs> I don't remember that one. You had to do something. You had to lick something off of a man's foot. Was, that was such a horny programme. Was that the one with the swimming pool or was that Man O Man? That was Man O Man with Which Chris Which was Darry. similar. No. But not as mucky. God's gift was mucky. God's gift was mucky. Um, 0344 499 This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Alexa, play Talk Radio. Hey, Siri, play Talk Radio. Hey, Google, play Talk Radio. That's got everyone listening now. Now everyone's but, listening. Um, It'll only work if you're already playing it, though, won't it? What do you think you'll do it on two devices? Um, eavesdropping on housemates gossip, recording details about insurance policies and a bizarre obsession with the family dog. Mail online. Who here remembers this? This is, this is a reference for three of you. And if you remember it, phone up now. and just, just, just phone up and say, yeah, I remember it. Who remembers the band The Family Cat? Who remembers the band The Family Cat? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Phone up. Just come on and say, "Yeah, I remember it." Put the phone down. Um, a bizarre obsession with the family dog. Uh, Mail online reveals just how much Alexa is listening to day-to-day lives. I don't trust these machines unless they're advertising with us. In which case, I'm going to buy three tomorrow. Records of um, 
Go away. Thank you. Records... Oh, this is the thing. A mail online investigazione has into how much personal information Alexa is recording and storing on its users, has revealed the smart assistant... I can't believe no-one remembers the family cat, the band. I mean, they weren't big... Right, let's, I, I bet they're not even on YouTube. Hang on a minute. We've got uh, the family cat. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Um, here we go. OK, this is the family cat. Let's go. Hang on a minute, I'm going to take that call. Hello, line one, do you remember the family cat? I remember the family cat, yeah. Thanks very much for your call. This is what we're going to do. We're going to play the family cat. We're going to play the family cat and we're going to see how many people remember them. Actually, they were rubbish. They sound miserable. They, they, were, they, were, ter- they were a terrible, terrible band, so no, we're not... Um, we're not going to do that. Um, Amazon um, insists Alexa can only be activated when the wake word is utter, uttered, being Alexa, computer or Echo. The tech giant, along with Apple Siri, until recently Google Assistant, says it saves every single interaction a person has with the device to improve the service. service with some unintentional snippets also being recorded if it mistakes another noise for a wake word. However... Evidence seen by the Mail Online shows this cannot be the case, or the process is fundamentally flawed. Um, hang on a second. Uh, yes, caller, if you're calling in about the family cat, we've done that. It was a bit boring. Hello? OK, great. Great vibes, great vibes. Um, and this story's boring. Let's go to T, who's called in. Good evening, T. Hi, Ian, how are you? I'm very well, T. Thank you very much for calling in. Um, yeah, I, w- I, I heard what you said. Did you say you wanted me to call in? Sorry, it's a bit muffled. Say that again. <clears throat> Sorry, it's a new phone. Did you say you wanted me to call in? Yeah, I'd like to apologise for anything I may have done in the past. I th- I, as far as I remember, you phoned up no. and s- swore at us, and so we had to cut you off. Um, but if you're in any way upset or offended, um, then I, I'm sorry. Um, yeah, probably a bit of both, really. Um, you're right. And, um, on the other side of the coin is people who listen to your show. Uh, I didn't phone up for eight months and, um, you used to talk to other people. Um, and some consideration about why the phoning the mental health situation would be more appreciated, but I, I totally understand that. Well, you 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 told I, I don't remember it precisely, but I've been reminded that you told us to f off or something, and that's that is unacceptable on the radio. It goes against the rules of the radio, and so if, if that happens, you know it happens once. It happens once. It's an accident, but I, I seem to remember it happening at least two or three times with you, and that's why um, we kind of had to stop letting you on. I don't, I don't rap like that um, <clears throat> because, I, I, yeah, I've been um, in a bad place for the last, ooh, well, last three years. Anxiety and depression has ruined my life. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. But also, you have to understand that we, you know, we do our best. This, this show... Um, 
does, you know, you listen to the next hour, man. This show does a lot for mental health and, and depression and anxiety. And I don't always get it right. And if I got it wrong with you, then I apologise. I can't always tell what's going on with people. So if I got it wrong, I'm sorry. Well, that's very nice of you to say. Um, but, yeah, sometimes the, the, some people may phone in where they're in, in desperation or on their own, which I was a while back, uh, and still am. Uh, but I am getting help with my anxiety Good. and depression um, <clears throat> through the hospital and... Um, I finally accepted that fact, but um, it can affect people. I just wanted to get across. I mean, you've got it yeah, across. It you've, can, got it across. It, you've got it across. You've got it across. You've got it across. I mean, in the last um, month, I've, I've tried to kill myself twice. Okay, well, that's not that's um, that's lousy. Um, don't don't kill yourself, man. We don't we don't need to lose another uh, soldier in this war. Don't kill yourself. No, no. But I've 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 been um, I've I've spent gone through the NHS. I've gone through private where I've spent I've met doctors at two hundred forty pound an hour. Who said I've had it since I was ten or eleven, and there's a program on. Tonight on BBC, which someone told me to record, I watched a few minutes of it. I couldn't watch the rest. Yeah. But um, it's it, you know it's it's not hereditary. I never asked for the for this. Um, but it, I've I've borne this anxiety and depression for well pre-puberty till forty something that I am now. Okay. Well, I'm sorry to hear that, and I'm glad that we've we've made peace. Have we made peace? I, we have, and 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 and, and that's why. There we go. I, I, that's probably why I was bewildered when um, after seeing you on the television and different things. And, and I yeah, but I'm not up. that. I'm not that guy. I'm not. Here's the thing: you have to understand. You see okay. me on the television, and you see like an edited. You, you you see how the the director or the producer wants me to be seen within certain parameters. But that's that. that what you see, for example, are you, I'm guessing you're talking about the jungle, right? Um. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, that Maybe. wasn't me. That guy wasn't me. That guy was was a tiny, tiny sliver of me. So it's unfair to well, think. Got... Hang on a second. Yeah. It's unfair Sorry. for you to think that um, because you've watched me in the jungle, you think you know me. You don't. No, I don't. No. Well, I've gathered from listening listening to you for, for the last eighteen months. Yeah. Um. It's a good job. And and you know what you've described. Yeah. That there, there is. I mean, I was on the tazapine for a while. Yeah. Um, different, you know, and different things. And I'm look, now looking to move into the country. Okay. Okay. Away, away from everything. Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, T. I'm going to move on. I'm glad we're at peace. Please don't kill yourself. Hang in there and uh, keep doing what you have to keep doing. Okay. Well, thanks for your time, Ian. There and, you go. Um, Thank you. And I'm sorry for upset you. You and uh, and same to Kath. Yeah, we we are cool, brother. We're all yeah, cool. It's all forgotten. It's all water under the bridge. Peace and love. Peace and love. There you go. You see, learning to say sorry was the biggest the biggest thing 
Um, you know, the biggest, the biggest thing. Um, we've got another 20 minutes. If you want to get a call in, then we're going to play Tony Slattery. So, uh, 0344 499 1000. This is Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Good evening, Ryan. Good evening. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you, Ryan. What do you have for us on this most holy of Wednesdays? Did you say holy? Yes. Oh, right. oh well, that's just a weird coincidence, right? So, Sorry? I'll try. I'll try and articulate this thought I've just had. This uh, epiphany, if you like. Oh, an epiphany! An epiphany. About, wow. Yeah. Flipping that man. About, about mental health, right? Yep. So, when it comes to depression, they say like a lot of people say that they don't know where it comes from. Yes. Um, they don't know why they're feeling like it, and a lot of society's hang-ups on taking it on board is because they say, well. You're um, having a good time. You're in a decent society. You've got things going for you and lots of, um, you know, opportunity. Yes. Why should you be feeling like this? So maybe it is just a natural random occurrence yep. that is uh, manifested throughout our society. Because even though we think we're in, going in the right direction, it is fraught with, hor- you know, horrific happenings all over the place. So, yes. therefore... Yes. Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to get about it. So, this is, oh. so here's the epiphany bit. So therefore, everyone is suffering possibly mental health is therefore taking on the natural occurrence, which is sort of the uh, manifestation of the society around. So therefore, they are a Jesus type because you're taking on the weight of the world without you really even knowing. Do you get what I'm saying? I do. I think you've... T- um, I do. All right. Personally, I think depression can be... Th- th- I think there are two, mostly my own personal opinion, there are two main factors for it. One is uh, circumstantial, so something that has happened to you in your life. And I do think another one is uh, is genetic. I think it's probably genetic. There's a genetic element of it. I don't know. Um, so there is some credence to what you're saying. Yes, you know, the, the, it could be argued with Jeremy Kyle and Jerry Springer and Twitter and the internet and, and porn and, try, you know, the world is in a lousy place and maybe... That that is that. I don't quite get the leap from being depressed. What are you doing? Are you killing an owl? Oh no, I was doing up my window. Sorry. Okay, good idea. <laughs> I heard an owl last night when I was in bed. I could hear an owl. It was incredible. Um, yeah, I, I, some depression could be a physical or spiritual manifestation of the state of society, but I don't get the leap to everyone being Jesus. Well, because he took the weight of the world, he died for everyone's sins, so therefore everyone is suffering because of the sins of humanity. Do you get what I'm saying? Catherine, you have a go, because maybe I'm missing something. I can see what you mean. I, I heard a really interesting conversation um, Johan Harry had recently on Scroobius Pip's podcast. Did you hear that? It's really. No, I didn't, no. He talks about sort of... Um, he's done his, he wrote a book about depression, um, because he's, it's something that he's lived with since being fairly young and so he wanted to sort of um, investigate how it manifests itself around the world you know because people say oh you know it's a sign of a rich society you don't get it in Africa yeah you do actually it's just called something else but he looked at the different kind of triggers for it and yeah there are some people for whom it's a obviously a chemical imbalance and it's probably not brought on by anything else and medication might be the thing but for a lot of people there are other factors including and this was a really interesting one um like social disconnection because the way we're living in the modern world is not the way we were kind of uh, designed as animals to live we're sort of pack animals and we're supposed to live in a tribe well like Jesus well yeah is there a tribe of Jesuses? if 
you if you look at like particle theory and things like that, there's oh. no there's no denial that there's some sort of weird way that everything is sort of connected. So if there are sort of the bad energies that fly around, yeah. there's no reason why they they can't maybe pick up in other people worse than uh, more. Sorry, you know, manifest themselves more in other people and not in others. I can't no argue with that. I, I can see some credence in that. I just don't get the Jesus <laughs> bit. But I. I I don't think Je- you saying Jesus. I don't think Jesus. No, well, no, no, hang on. It's just because there's like the, the thing is you can interpret the Bible with Jesus is you, you are Jesus, and that is how you interpret it through. I've not heard of that interpretation so, before. Well, yeah, because it, it, Jesus is in you, so therefore you can sort of interpret his travels with your own travels. Oh, okay. Therefore, that's the okay. Yes. Of, be, be more you know, Christ-like. Yes. Yeah, that's how you're meant to sort of relate to it in in the, in the sense of how you you interpret his teachings and. And his life story, but it, it, it's sort of it's there to guide you, isn't it? The whole thing's meant to be a guide. Yeah. So therefore, um, but it's just you know he's he's meant to take on. He says, "I'm really not religious in the slightest. I'm so anti-religious." Really. But then, hang on a minute. How come that, that, then you were right to pick me up on me saying this was the most holiest of Wednesdays? Well, there you go. That's the weird connection particle isn't theory thing, isn't it? Do you yeah. get what I'm saying? We can are our particles connected? I don't really understand particle theory. I don't really know particle theory. Again, you're, um, you, you, you have me at a disadvantage, sir. Well, that's, that's really scientific, but I, I feel there's weird connections. I've, in, I've encountered a weird connection once. I've actually seen a weird connection happen as well, and a big happening in my life. Um, that I feel there must be some sort of mystic thing. Or, and happened, or just a coincidence? Um, well, that's a story you tell yourself no, to make sense of things. It's not a coincidence. It, it's so deep, it could not definitely be a coincidence. So, well, 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 what was my it? My father had a tragic accident, and we were at a fairground with my mum. She started crying for no reason and said, I have to go home. We went home, there were policemen there waiting for us. Wow. It's weird. And also, I, 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 my nan said goodbye to me when I was at work, maybe cry at lunch. And then I got a phone call ten minutes later, and I said, your nan died ten minutes okay. ago. Well, OK, well, hang on, let it's me... Bl- weird bl- thing. That, that is a weird thing. Uh, let me pick you up. You said it definitely couldn't be a coincidence. Actually, it could be a coincidence, but it could also be something grander and and bigger and and um, more meaningful. Yeah, it could be. They're just weird coincidences, yeah. aren't they? Yeah, yeah, they're weird, definitely. They have to, you know, it's weird to think otherwise. Yeah, especially when you look at things like science and they do sort of put you down to an atomic level, and everything is sort of the same. So there must be something that can hey, flow through it all. What's this? What's this thing, right? You'll know this because you're you're sound like a very intelligent gentleman, right? I'm enjoying this phone. This is a proper late night phone call, and I'm enjoying it, right? What is this phenomenon with? I think it's with particles or atoms, where if the atoms, right, atoms will behave in a certain way yeah. if they're being watched. I think they're in a wave or form, or they're in a, in a, like an. But if they're not being watched. Yeah. They behave in a different way. Have you heard they this? Know they're being detected. Yeah. Yeah, this is just This is laughing. This is This is true. Yeah. This is what I've heard, right? It's like and, and, and it, it, we if we know we are being watched as humans, we will behave differently than yeah. if we think we're on our own. We're busy. And scientists have someone who knows more 03444991000. Scientists have found that atoms will behave differently when they're being watched as to when they're not being watched. Now that is insane. Mm. Google it because go on. Man. Did it in the 20s, and, and then they they couldn't explain it then. And then since they've looked at particles more, they've done it with real recent detectors, and it is still the same. It's, it, yeah. it happens as soon as they look at it, and as soon as they turn the detector off, it will perform differently. Yeah, yeah. Even if they're not in the room, it doesn't matter. 
it's just as soon as they look at it, as soon as anyone detects it, it changes. Ryan, I've, I've really enjoyed chatting to you, mate. Give us a call again. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. I enjoyed that. Have you found it? No, I was looking at something else. Oh. <laughs> She's looking at ASOS. <laughs> well, du- double N. Right, double N. Stop being silly. Come to the show. We're not upset. For crying out loud, man. Come to the show at the weekend. Come and have a laugh. Come and have a laugh. It's my last word on it. Don't be so silly. Um, got a really bad mouth ulcer. Um, Don't bite it. I'm not bite. I can't bite it. It's, it's inside my mouth, not inside my lips. Um, I'm 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 quite good at science. I, sh- I think maybe I should study science. Science. Um, hey Mo, not tonight, man. Thanks a lot. Hi. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Go on, Kath. Okay, right. There's a few things here. When you Google particles act differently when watched, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so this is science. You're not about to Jeremy Carmi, are you? And, no. and destroy my argument. No. You've got to so, open those all important lie detector this results. Is, this is from Science Daily, which I One have. One of my favourite, favourite uh, newspapers. Subscribe to it. When a quantum observer is watching quantum mechanics, uh, is watching, ah, they're good at science, they're not good at grammar. When a quantum observer is watching... Ziggy's given me an 86% chance of understanding the story. It's a quantum leap reference for you kids out there. Quantum mechanics states that particles can also behave as waves. This can be true for electrons at the submicron level, i.e. at distances measuring less than one micron or one thousandth of a millimetre. When behaving as waves, they can simultaneously pass through several openings in a barrier and then meet again on the other side of the barrier. This meeting is known as interference. Strange as it may sound... Here we go. Here we go. Interference can only occur when no one is watching. Here we go! Yes, man! Yes, man! Yes! Once an observer begins to watch the particles going through the openings, the picture changes dramatically. If a particle can be seen going through one opening, then it's clear it didn't go through another. In other words, when under observation, electrons are being forced to behave like particles and not like waves. Thus, the mere act of observation affects the experimental findings. This is known as the double slit experiment, which uh, I bought a DVD on that, thinking it was a documentary. <laughs> boy, oh boy, I made a terrible mistake. <laughs> I know it was embarrassing, but it was. I watched it right to the end just All to right. make sure, but it was... It was double slit. In that instance, um, uh, yeah. it meant something. Th- yeah. th- there are a lot of atoms passing all over the place by the atom. end of it. Up an atom. Up an atom. Double slits. Uh, Don't have an atom at it. Yeah, it was. Um, it was. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now I'm aware that having watched Brian Cox's programs, this is going to. Oh make yeah, it- that he was in it. Oh no, Brian Cox. Sorry. Having watched his programmes, this is liable to go the way of them, if we're lucky, which is that it sounds very clever and all of a sudden you realise that this is just a screensaver and you're going, oh, this is... Can we get some atoms here? Let's do it now. Let's do do the experiment. Let's get some atoms. I've got my mouse and I've got a bell. Have you got anything measuring less than one micron in size? Uh, I don't want to see that. uh, Unfortunately, yeah, I have. (laughs) You wouldn't be able to see it. So uh, we're watching these. Let's see what happens. Uh, to demonstrate this, Wiseman... In now, the... I'm not watching them. OK. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Oh, they moved. Wow. It's like Tomorrow's World, isn't it? Isn't it? Isn't it? Um, Judith Han never wore a bra. My mum would say that every time she came on. I wish that woman would put a bra on. Every time. <laughs> To demonstrate this, Wiseman Institute researchers built a tie device measuring less than one micron in size, which had a barrier with two openings, or two slits, if you will. Mm, keep thinking of that film. Shh. They then sent a current of electrons electrons towards the barrier. The observer in this experiment wasn't okay. human. 
No, it wouldn't be. Institute scientists use for this purpose a tiny but sophisticated electronic detector that can spot passing electrons. I'm getting a bit bored now. The quantum observer's capacity to detect electrons could be altered by changing its electrical conductivity or the like strength of the current passing through it. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. I was right. Magic. I was right. Thank me. Yeah. No, say I it. don't get it. I don't understand it. It doesn't matter. I, was I right? Yeah. Did I teach you something? Yeah. Yeah. I Thank me. Uh, Thank me. Thanks for the double slits. Mm. Kath was a dick. Oh. Dick. Oh. Dirty pervert. Okay. Horny. Why do you hate me? Don't be so silly, Kath. No, that's the wrong answer. Ooga zaga, ooga zaga, ooga zaga. Do you want me to do it for you, rub it in? Kath was a dick. Um, little, little, um, I'm going to get some bumpers made up. Now, how are we doing Tony Slattery? Are we just going to, are we going to introduce it? No. So, okay, after the news, you're going to hear um, me travelling to and enjoying the company of Tony Slattery. Um, really, really keen to hear your, hear your thoughts on it, please. Um, so you can tweet us at Ian Lee, at Flipping Kath. Um, it'd be really good to get your phone calls after midnight, it'll be now. Um, so don't phone in for the next hour. Listen, um, I do just want to flag up um, that some of you might find some of it quite upsetting. I, I just feel I should say that, you know, as some kind of, of, of warning. It may not quite be what you're expecting it to be. Uh, Tony Slatter and me, after the news on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Because they're too real to be part of my imagination. On Talk Radio. Morning. It's a beautiful morning. Quarter past 11. Wednesday, May... The, I don't know, what is it, the 15th? I don't know. It's 2019. Um, and I am making myself... I bought one of those... Oh, dear, you can hear me in my kitchen. I bought one of those, you know, those old man travel mugs. I bought one, and I'm, making, I'm filling it out with coffee, because I've just got up, got up a little bit late. And um, I'm off to interview Tony Slattery. Um... Strike the strange was going to interview him at two o'clock in in Edgware, and then I just hang on a minute. Can I put this down? Oh, man. The seal of the coffee being broken. Yes. Um, was going to interview him in Edgware at two, and then I woke up to a message from Kath saying that Tony's been in touch and he's going to be in Hampstead this morning, and he wonders if you want to meet there or he'll meet you in Edgware. He's a really nice guy, and so. I texted him, called him, texted him. He's doing his interview. So, I'm going to head over to Hampstead. Oh, this milk might be off. This is milk off. And just get away with it. So, if this milk is the 13th, that means it's the 15th today. Right. Um, so, I'm going to head over to Hampstead on the chance that I could grab him a bit earlier. Now, this may... Not work, in which case I hang around in Hampstead for a bit, which is fine. Or it may work. In which case, hang around with Tony Slattery for a bit. Um, where are my keys? Where are my keys? Alright, let's go and meet Tony. I am in sunny Hampstead in North London. Really nice part of town. Haven't been here for years. Um, and got here early, 
it's 12.30, just had a call from Tony telling me where he is and where to go and meet him for the interview. Um, I'm really nervous. I'm really nervous. Because in the phone call, Tony sounded... Um, I don't know how to put this. He sounded tired. I don't know. Let's see. Let's see how we get on. He's... Um, He's a good man. He's a really good man. And um, I want him to succeed and I want him to be happy. And I don't want this interview... There's the pub, King William IV. I don't want this interview to be in any way exploitative. Um, or, to, or to cause him problems, you know. I don't want to make his situation any worse. So... It is with an air of trepidation that I approach the King William the Fourth pub. Oh, and step in to try and find one of my childhood heroes. Um I wonder where Tony is. Maybe he's in the beer garden. No, no, no. He's not here. Maybe I'm in the wrong pub. There can't be two King Williams, can there? Is there another King William here? I'm trying to... I'm meeting a friend. No, this is the only one. There's no... I'm meeting um, uh, Tony Slattery here for an interview. Is he around or...? We're in the garden. He's not in the garden. There's not another King... There's not another King William in Hampstead. No. I'm going to call him. Thank you very much. Right, let me see. To re-record your message, he has at any time. Hello, Tony, it's in. I'm in Hampstead, and I'm at the King William IV. Is that the right pub? Um, I've just been in there, and I can't see you. Maybe you've popped in the loo. These things happen. Just give us a little call or a text, and I will come and find you. OK, man, speak to you a bit. Tony? It's me. I just be I've just been to the King William in Hampstead, and I can't see you. Are you sure that's where you are? <laughs> that's okay. I will meet. <laughs> I will meet you. Do you want me to get you a drink or anything? Would you, do you want me to get you a drink? Yep. Sir, it will be waiting for you when you arrive. I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> I'll see you in a minute. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. OK. OK. So he's going to meet me in there. And uh, he wants a pint of tap water and a large glass of white wine. 
I'm, I'm here with Tony. Tony turned up. We're just talking about the 11 o'clock show. Yes, I would... Sorry, my, uh, can I speak yes. in a deeper voice? I just went, yes, because I'm frightened of you. Don't be frightened of me. I'm All right. Listen, you've had a transformation. I've had a transformation. 11 o'clock show, I would say, was mean and was, was a bullying show, I would say. Okay. But that was 20 years ago, and now I'm a dad and... The, sh- the radio show that we're doing now, that this is for, okay, okay, is about celebration. It's about it's, we're not here. To, I'm not here to catch you out. I don't mind. Do you not? No. Um, uh, if you ask me something and uh, I find it confusing, I will simply answer. I don't know what you're talking about. If it's frantic abuse, I will probably not reply uh, in turn because I could abuse you and therefore it goes nowhere yeah uh, you I saw on um, I gotta say I love you I love you uh, you when could I, you say that louder because there's no one else in this I f- this man I love you Tony honestly when I <laughs> when I I don't even know when uh, whose lines it anyway was on but when I guess I was 15 16 you don't remember either of course you were such an inspiration to me. Such an... I, I don't know okay, how, I'm going to accept take that. Take it. All right. Take it. I don't know how good you are at taking compliments, and this whole thing isn't going to be blown not smoke good, up your ass. But no, of course. Well, th- well, then, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not doing this to embarrass you, but I have to say this. As a 15-year-old, not really sure what I wanted to do, what I was, what I wanted to be, to see you, the speed at which you work, was it blew me away, and it was like... If I can be a, a tenth as, as fast as that guy, uh, uh, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. So you've been a real inspiration. And I can see that you're like me. You don't like taking compliments. It's not an easy state for you, I would imagine. I've lost you. No. Two things. Go on. I've got into terrible trouble for saying what I really honestly think. OK. Here we go, then. First, yeah, that's a really kind thing to say. Okay, and two, a nice thing to hear, and it's slightly disabled me. There. Oh, I don't mean to. I don't mean to. No, I do. You didn't mean to. I'm just. In what way disabled? Because because it's a bit unusual these days. Yeah. To hear. Uh, things which are facts and uh, well meant. Yeah. I believe that. You got a lot of love on Twitter after your interview in The Guardian, was it The Guardian? It was The Guardian, yeah. There was a lot, I mean, obviously you're going to get arseholes on Twitter. That's, there's, there's a load of that, but you I got don't... a lot of love. So I've heard someone else handles right. my Twitter account. Yeah. He is uh, a friend, at least I hope he still is. Uh, his name is Alan Lear and uh, he handles it because I don't... Hmm, to say the word Luddite, it's, oh my God, I mean, as if it's some kind of boast, it's not. When I turn the light on to go for a wee in the bathroom, it still startles me <laughs> because I think, how the f*** did that happen? So, I don't know. 
But it's true. Yeah. Oh, you were amazed when I pulled out my digital recorder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what the hell it's, is that? It's that indeed. Look, I, I'm old enough to remember Anne uh, Summers. And uh, Anne Summers. And uh, I'm looking at what you're pointing at me now. And Jesus, even then, I was only 14 and it frightened me then. Imagine the thrills this could give you. Um... You're doing a, you're doing a new show. You're going to Edinburgh, is that? Yeah, go Tell back us about to, that. Tell me about that. Oh, okay. Um, right. There's one, the Who's Lines anyway, and uh, and that'll be mainly because people remember Who's Line and they think, I don't know how, how much I'm allowed to swear. You can bleep. You it. can swear as much as you want. We'll bleep. That's Kat's job. Who you spoke to? She does the bleeping. So okay, okay. I'm not a fan of swearing because not for any ethical or moral reasons. I just think he's a bit lazy uh, and like. In Tynan's day, when he was the first person really on telly, mm. was he not? Got the F bomb, didn't he? Uh, yeah. Does it? And uh, so uh, I just think, um, but <laughs> hell, I yeah. right, believe all that. Good luck, Catherine, with this one. <laughs> no, but honest, I mean it. Um, uh, so uh, whose line is it anyway? Yeah, going to do it. And people I haven't seen in years, and people... And uh, I, 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 I hope it's going to uh, so well, because people have fond memories, and there, and there is a um, binary side to it, whereby people... Because I did it about two years ago, and, uh, you know, the kind of reunion of all yeah. the people they think they remember. And so there were a, a couple of things. One was, Jesus, I thought you were dead. Two, my mum used to let me stay up real late to see you, yeah, yeah. and that's a real compliment, yeah. except when it comes to, and here are my granddaughters, <laughs> and I do the same, and that's true, so I'm going to do that, and a kind of interview uh, thing, uh, Q&A, don't want to know any of the questions, any like we're doing now, yeah. don't know any of the questions, any of the, I, I have no answers uh, prepared, that's that, and also uh, another thing which would meet, and a guy called Alan uh, Lear, and we just do uh, a kind of impro hour, okay. basically. Who's in the Who's Line show in Edinburgh? Don't know. Do you not Has know? A- no. Oh, wow. Okay. No, it's, it's all really secretive. You turn up, you do it. Oh, wow. No, and it's... No. Nervous? Not not fussed? Terrified? What, 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 how are you feeling I'm going it? with all of those. Yeah, really? Yeah, and it is too. And uh, because it's out of my hands, I just turn up and try and make people laugh. Uh, that's it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I know. I've got a place to stay. Well, that's a bonus. That is a good <laughs> it really to is. Didn't used to be in 1979 when it didn't matter. I'll sleep under a pile of sacks. And, um, uh, and, uh, but, uh, the older you get, and I know, I've done Edinburgh's where I've slept on sofas, I've slept in the back of cars. I've, I, I did I did an Edinburgh once where I was camping. I was only there for a, for a few nights. You were camping? I'm camping. I was doing the So You Think You're Funny competition. And I camped. I'm with that, I'm with that. Yeah. And I was camping. Hang on, if I may. Please, you go for it, man. Okay, where were you camping? Camping and how oh, old were you? Oh God, Given was, that you're 
younger, and I hate you for that. Okay, where are you camping? Six next month. I'm getting. I'm catching you up. Where was I camping? It was about five miles out of Edinburgh, and um, I don't remember where. But I remember it was horrible. And I would I would camp, and then I'd have to go and do a heat of So You Think You're Funny, which is this big comedy competition. Yes, yes I remember that. And I was really lucky that I bumped into someone, and he said, "Well, come and sleep on our sofa tonight if you want." Boom! I did that. But, uh, our- but I'm, I'm, I'm sorry to go all kind of. Um, uh- how should I say brief encounter? No, I'm going to stick There's with that. There's something in your eye. <laughs> but um, my point is, someone said to you, yeah. come and sleep on my floor. Yeah. Uh, not for any other reason nope. than no come and sleep on my floor. And let, no, uh, just come and do it because yeah. Edward. Uh, yeah. yeah. I right. Oh God, I'm going to sound really old now, and I feel older now. The Edinburgh Fringe programme then is thin. And if you can communicate with your... He's doing tiny gap between his thumb and forefinger. It is tiny, indicating something very thin. And now... He has now (laughs) stretched his arms wide apart, indicating something very large. Now, talking about 70s porn... It's right. but you I miss, know, I you miss know, the hair. Know. I miss the hair in porn. Do you? I miss the hair. I grew up on the hair. No one's got any hair. Well, you still got. You have. Not on the head. What? I'm talking about. Talking about well, I, I, I'm not interested in your pubic depilation. <sighs> Except I so am. <laughs> When was the first time? Are we flirting? I think we're flirting. Come yes, up with that. Yes. Come up for that. When, are you, when was the first time you did Edinburgh? Do you remember? Yeah, I think it was, uh, okay, uh, 1979. Okay, and what was the show? It was, okay, uh, there were five shows, actually. Wow. It was uh, the Cambridge uh, Mamas. I'd never heard of them. I think they're still going, and there was nothing medievalist about it. It was just uh, a group of students who went up and, you know, I'm sorry to repeat myself, but, you know, he slept on a place the size of this table with, to use your brilliant word, shenanigans, which I haven't heard. <laughs> I heard it in County Galway and County Clare where my uh, parents were But, yeah, we did. So that was the first time. 79, and uh, it was something called... Uh, Memory's going a bit now, but um, the fringe first. Okay. I don't know whether that's still going. If that rings a bell. I think it is. Yeah. Think okay. It is. Yeah, I think it is. Okay. Fun? Did you get? Did you get the the, the Huge. bug? Huge. Yes. I guess you had the bug for performing before. Yeah. School plays and all that. Yeah. That old. Plastic. Yeah. Honest, honest, honest injured. Yeah. If I'm allowed to say injured. No. Because uh, the um, yeah. I need to give you a list of words you can't say in Edinburgh any more. Forty, 40 years later. <laughs> no, tell me them and I'll say them, and I'll give you some because you're younger. You. <laughs> um, and the, the first time, was it always comedy you wanted to do, or did you get kind of sidelined into comedy? Did you want to be a serious actor, but you found you just kept getting laughs, or was it was it comedy that you wanted? I think it was uh, right. Uh, laughter and applause—they're great. Uh, 
they are. They're addictive. And I know nothing, as anyone will know about me, I know nothing about addiction of any sort. Yeah. And I realise there's a terrible and crap irony in that, but um, laughter and applause, but also serious stuff which I'm kind of no this sounds like a plug kind of wanting to explore uh, I don't know if I did before Uh, you're allowed to to say what you want to do it's not arrogant it's not desperate if there's stuff you want to do you're allowed to put it out there okay what do you want to do (laughs) go home (laughs) I certainly don't. This is fun. <laughs> no, it's just... Uh, you, know, if, uh... you seem embarrassed by your talent. Or maybe your circumstances. I don't know. I'm getting a sense of embarrassment. Maybe I've got that wrong. Uh, nervousness. nervousness. That's not, I guess, the... the um, same. Uh, yeah. Okay, I'm thinking of, uh, say, right, there was one play I did by a brilliant. called Neville's Island. That's any kind of... Oh, yeah, of course, yes. Yeah. And I got uh, an, uh, something called uh, an Olivier nomination for that and I, uh, I didn't win and 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 I'm not at all bitter about that. Uh, no, because I saw the performance of the guy who did it. I thought, I got no bloody chance because he was so better. But... I was pleased to do that, yeah. and so, and it, it was uh, quite. It was very funny, but it was very serious, and that's good, isn't it? Yeah. To, it, to combine it, I'm talking about the playwright and the direction and the company you're with, and. Can we move in just because the people next door are talking very loudly, and I'm worried that we're going to pick up their boring conversation? Can we move back in there? I don't care. <laughs> the only reason. I asked you to be, and that's really the only reason. Yes. Now, look. Getting very close I, to the microphone. I, yes, I'm getting very close to the Look, Bletchley Park, I know you've saved us, and uh, I pay great tribute to you, but now I'm being ordered to move somewhere else. I can't. <laughs> Come in, let's go in. All Come right. on, bring your glasses. And drinks. Don't leave half your drinks behind. Come on. I know, that's never going to happen, is it? Hope so. I'm working on it. Are you? Good. I'm, a, I'm working on it. I'm, a, I'm a, an alcoholic. Are you? Yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a cocaine addict and an alcoholic, but I'm clean. It's, it's, it's possible. Give me some clues. I'll give you some clues. I'll tell you how I did it. I embraced like Jesus that. and invited... Don't you dare. Don't forget your drinks. Come Jesus in. is the... I'm joking, I'm joking, no, I'm yeah, joking. Yeah. Come inside with me. Come on. It's just... That woman was speaking too loudly. Why do you know? Mind that step. Here we go, look. Sit there, that looks like a comfy chair. This is better. That's what we did. Because I was sitting here. That's the uh, 
and listen, I, I don't know what your situation is. I can, I will share mine briefly if you want to hear it. Yes. So when I was doing the 11 o'clock show, I suddenly... Which I do remember. Bless you. And how... And gosh. I was good looking, wasn't I? Okay, one... <laughs> I've got nothing. Yes, one. This is gold. I've got nothing to gain from this. Two. How far do I sit down? Look how far it was. I don't want you to think you'd be embarrassed by. Here's the thing. So I used to be a massive stoner. Got on the eleven o'clock show. Stoner, smoking weed. Okay. All the time. Got on the 11 o'clock show and suddenly started making a TV money, which you'll be fully aware of. TV money and people telling me I was great. So cocaine came, comes into my life. Yeah. Can't stop taking cocaine. Can't stop. Loved it. Hated it. You. Yes, Slattery. Yeah. This is... This is... Uh, can you report? What, what his his arm is in the air as though he were a 14-year-old schoolboy. You're agreeing with me. Younger. That's what we had to do. Look, here's a dog. Hello, doggy. Hello. Aren't you beautiful? I, I, I couldn't stop taking it. And for the beginning, I loved it. Loved it! Made me feel confident, sexy, funny, powerful, right? But actually, I hated myself. And for a long time, I could not stop. And I was just shoveling it up, shoveling it up. Couldn't stop. OK, uh, if I may, no... You're interviewing me. Uh, this, is, uh, this is kind of vloggeria on my part. It's something just fascinating. Bar. You can ask me anything, and you don't have to answer anything I ask you. Those are the rules. So you can ask me anything. And if you want me to stop talking about it, I'll stop talking about it. Because I know that you use cocaine, and I don't want to bring back... I don't want to trigger you into no, thinking that's a good idea. It's not that. What I wanted, because of what you just said... Was it, did you enjoy it? At the start, I really enjoyed it. At the end, it was me locked in a room on my own watching porn, and it was horrible. It was horrible. You watched porn? Yeah, I, yes, I did. I watched. I'm leaving. I watched. What a disgrace! I watched ladies and gentlemen doing uh, shenanigans. It was horrible. Uh, you know, days on end. Shenanigans. Yeah. Seems Good film. Cool. Shenanigans two is even better. <laughs> Shenanigans 3 was banned. But it nearly killed me. It nearly killed me. Oh, don't say that. It nearly killed me, ruined my career, nearly lost my house, I lost my girlfriend, lost nearly lost everything, nearly died a couple of times, and I managed to stop. Um, by I, I go to NA, Narcotics Anonymous, and AA a little bit. The booze was never the main thing, but if I had a drink now, I'd have five drinks... And then I'd be going up and down the street trying to find a dealer. That's that's how it would work. And I had 13 years clean last year. May I ask you? Yeah. How how did you do that? How 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 did you do it to tell? Not just me. No. I went to meetings. I went to. I went and sat in church halls and school halls and rooms above pubs, ironically. And I went in there. Right on, right and, right. and I would sit with a group of people and I'd say, My name's Ian and I'm an addict. My name's Ian and I'm an alcoholic. And it was hard work. I, I went for 18 months thinking I could cut down or thinking I could just do the booze or thinking I could just have a couple of lines every week. 
and it didn't work. It would always end up in the same degrading madness. So I had to stop, and I stopped by going to meetings. Yes, and degrading is a really... If I may say, I sound pretentious. An important word, because it degrades... It's neither moral or ethical, it can be, but it's also just... The most powerful word for me is waste. What you could have done. Actually, sometimes it's not a bad idea to pat yourself on the back and say, I did that through altruism. And also to recognise on the other side of the shoulder to say, I did that through selfishness. Pat? Do you think you've wasted... I know I've wasted large parts of my life. I've, I've wasted large parts of my life. Do you feel that about you? Yeah, no, I think I'm going to start crying because... I don't know, Tony. I don't want to upset you. I don't want to make this one of those interviews where you get upset unnecessarily because I don't want that for you. I want you to be happy because you deserve it. Do you want me to stop this? No? Well done. I want you to be happy. You're f***ing brilliant, Tony. And now you're crying. I'll make you cry. I'm really sorry. Just stop it. Stop it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock, hate going to work. On Talk Radio. The recording uh, is continuing. We have DC Tony Slattery with me um, at the scene of the crime. Detective Constable? That's what you are. Sorry, mate. All right. Is that good? I don't know. Is Detective Constable... No, that's not good, is it? That's quite low. Is that low? Oh, well, pardon me for breathing. (laughs) Um, Here's the thing. Mental illness isn't a choice... It happens. I, I, I'm not bipolar, but I suffer with depression and anxiety. I've, I've, I've not tried to kill myself. I've come very, very close to it. Very, very close I'm to it a few times. To hear that. Thank you. I'm all right no, today. No, no, that's an easy thing to say. No, but I, you know, I'm sorry to hear it. That. Thank you. I mean it. And I'm very, I'm very open on the radio show. We talk about it a yes, lot. Yes. And I think. More and more people are coming around that mental illness is not a choice. It's like you wouldn't say to someone who's got, like, leukaemia, well, that's your choice to have leukaemia. It happens, whether it's genetic or it's circumstantial or whatever. It happens. Um, and you've talked, and we just talked about it when we stopped the thing, about you're bipolar. That diagnosed by a few... Specialists. Yes. How does that impact on your life? It, it took me a long time to even know what the word meant. Yeah. And if you're looking, uh, as it were, <laughs> not being religious, if you, if one looks at ICDM five. Kaplan and Saddam, even. I'm talking about Bibles of human adult psychopathology. Yeah. And a lot of it, because I'm not a clinician, I don't understand, but some things ring true. Yeah. And some things I read 
most of it, I think, I haven't got, I'm not a neuroscientist. Are you not? I can't do... I'm at, the, I'm at the wrong... It's the wrong Tony Slattery, everybody. It's not the doctor. It's the bloody comedian. Now we've got the real you. <laughs> you cut me down in flames, which is what you're famous for, and quite rightly. <laughs> I've, I know the trouble you've got into for saying the truth. The truth is a dangerous commodity. Isn't it? People don't like the truth. Some people don't. No. No. I'll sort you out. When um, we were talking about your bipolar and how it affects you, do you? When were you diagnosed? How long ago? It was the okay. Uh, given the, the phenomenal. Okay. So take a run up. I have no. It's like. <laughs> My sense of time. The, oh, I'm going back to my O-level years where this got tick. Wow. The phenomenology of temporal perception. How do you perceive time? So I'm trying to think now because of your question about uh, when it was first suggested that it might be a possibility. And I, I, I'm really pleased is the wrong word, but I'm happy is the wrong word as well. Now, obviously, the fact that it's being talked about more, yeah. mental illness, from wherever it comes, whether it's idiopathic, whether it's reactive, uh, uh, whether tablets might help, whether they are the worst thing to take. Whether you look, you get ten minutes with a GP yeah, yeah. if you're lucky. Yeah. How? How? You could you could have billions of pounds in the bank, but you could still feel unhappy. Yeah. You could have nothing, and. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm not being very useful to you. Yeah, you're not. What, what, no, you don't think that at all. You've been very useful to me. So we're getting a, an insight. This is going to be helpful to a lot of people. Hope so. Who are struggling. Um, I was going to say a lot of my listeners are struggling, but that makes it sound like my show is shit and that, that they're struggling. But there are a lot of people out there in pain. And hearing someone like you talk about... Not struggle, struggle, but talk about your life. Oh, no, you've hit on something. This is really important. Go on. Right. One of the reasons which makes me... Okay, let's use a word. Use it. Bulk. My brave back against booze and drugs. Now, a bit of me thinks, I'm sorry... You, you're battling it, losing drugs, but use it, my brave man. What about what? A, what about baby who's born with uh, I don't know uh, spina bifida? They can't say my brave battle. Their parents can, or whoever is trying to look after them. Now, however you edit this, I don't know. Of course I don't know. I don't want to know. That's why I never know. want to, want to know what questions I'm going to ask. Some people uh, say, I want copy approval. Of course it's not copy approval. Otherwise, you can't have copy approval. Otherwise, it's not an interview. Yeah. In the same way, 
uh, I want a verbatim transcript of what has been said. You say, yeah, that's been tried in Hansard. It didn't work for John... Who am I thinking of? I don't know. John who? John Craven? No. <laughs> it wasn't John Craven, was it? No. You behaved that. I can't stop. <laughs> no, I just came back ages because my mind is skipping. It was when, you know, Hansard is meant to be, you know, the parliamentary, right? Yeah. What he said is what he's reported. Yes. And the only person, John Prescott. They Prescott, couldn't, thank they you. Couldn't, they couldn't, because it took too much time. They <laughs> couldn't. <laughs> All these linguists and <laughs> geniuses. We can't do this. I must go home and eat <laughs> and drink some water or anything. Oh, can I... My book... No, go on. Do you finish what you're going to say? Sorry, my... My point is... My copy of will don't agree. Of course, a journalist... Uh, I'm a bit old-fashioned like this. Look, you can say, you can give an opinion. I didn't like them. Did you, you can do a play or a film and you get bad reviews or good reviews. And they could, you say, did you see the same performance? And you get, and sometimes I've done uh, stuff, uh, say in the theatre, and, you know, I've got nice reviews and I've got a, a really, um, what's the word, what's the best word to use? Um, not nice reviews. That's two words. But I'm going to use that. These so three you, words. Thank you. All right. All right. Pardon me. Excuse me. <laughs> it's Tony Slattery sat there. Honestly. Thank <laughs> you. But it's just all to me what's going on. Uh, can, I, can I... Go. Can I speak openly and freely? Yes. You're not using drugs? No. Drinking? I have a glass of white wine in front of me. Which you bought. Thank you. I'm an enabler. No, you're not. You didn't know. You didn't encourage me. Are you worried about going and doing a run in Edinburgh that you might either sink into bad old habits, you might pick up drugs again or something, or that the booze... You You sound pissed. I sound pissed. Yeah. Okay. And I don't know if that is... I don't know. I don't know. I'm saying this from a place of love. I don't know if you are. I don't know if you're on medication. I don't know if it's... I don't know. I don't know. Okay. And I... What? Couple couple of things. Go on. If I've crossed the line, I'm really sorry. Hey, I've crossed the line. It's just being honest, which is... This is... Yeah. You talked about the truth, yeah. Yeah. Now, phonetically, I sound to you this. Yeah. Take a breathalyzer now. Okay. Go on then. Oh, I left it in the car. I haven't got one, obviously, I haven't got one. I didn't know that. Am I taking medication? Yes. Okay. I'm sorry in that case. I crossed the line and I was rude. And I, uh, no, one, you didn't cross the line. Okay. You weren't rude. It was just a straightforward, bloody question. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Are you looking? We talked about you being nervous about Edinburgh. Is there? Is there, is there that, that desire, that, that spark? Is that still there? Do you know what I mean? The spark that we have as young men. Have you still got that, that little fire in your chest to perform and to entertain? Actually, yeah. It's going to be tiring, isn't it? <laughs> Edinburgh is always an exhausting... I might lose weight. That'd be good. I feel I've offended you. You haven't at all. Are you sure? You've asked, okay. you've asked me straightforward questions. Okay. okay, okay, okay. What is next? What do you want to happen after Edinburgh? What do you, how do you want it? What would you like after Edinburgh? It's like, I want to remember the... to cherish the people I love. Mm. Yeah. And maybe make amends with the people I might not have been nice to in the past. Sometimes that can happen. Yeah. Because um, I've read up on you, and you're famous anyway, for certain things. Many... Good things, many dangerous things, yeah. if I may say. Thank you. Yeah, anyway. So I could easily have said, no, I don't drink. What I said to you was, I would like a big glass of white wine, yeah. which is what I'm drinking now, yeah. in front of you. Yeah, yeah. It helps you calm my nerves. Okay. It does. Yeah. Okay, would, given that I was given my first drink forcibly at the age of eight. Now, this sounds like special... Ooh, aren't I the victim? It's a fact. Forcibly? That's what happened. I'm not prepared to... I don't know where that came from, except that it was a fact. Okay. I was... You don't have to tell me. Someone. Don't be one. That's fine. Absolutely fine. You don't have to tell anyone anything you don't want to. It's your life. It's your story. You share. This is the thing I'm learning. I share what I want to share. Other stuff is inappropriate. I like to keep it to myself. So that's your turn. Okay. You're a good man. You're a good man. You're a beautiful man. You got this. You got this. Making amends as well is a great... I cause a lot of good people a lot of harm. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of good people, a lot of people who love me. How do you how do you make amends? Sometimes I make direct amends where okay. I contact the person yeah. and um, say, look, I it can either be like Facebook or a phone call or sometimes I bump into them and I say, look, I feel that I my behaviour in these situations was, was cruel and was unkind and I would like to apologise. Whether, whether meant or not, yeah. it's still the same. It's still the same. Whether I was high or not, it's still... Even though even though I may not have been in control of my actions, I was respo- I'm responsible for what I did. Some people don't want to know. Some people tell me to F off, not interested. That's fine. Some, oh, people, some people... Some sorry, pe- no, no, sorry. sorry. Some people go, oh, I can't believe... 
that was nothing. I don't know why you're clinging on to that. That was nothing. So something that I've built up in my head is a great offence I've caused. They've gone, I don't even remember that. And some people have sat down and talked with me for a couple of hours and said, well, this is the effect it had on me. Your behaviour when you were high, this is the effect it had on me. It made me feel ashamed. It made me feel angry. You cheated on me and I felt terrible. And we've talked about it and they put forward their side. Right. And they generally accepted the apology. That's how. Most people are really good with it. Most people are really good and get it. Some people aren't, and that's fine as well. That's their story. Gotcha. Yep. That's their story. It's tough. And every time I see someone, you know, sometimes I'll be in a shop or a party and I go, oh, God, I, was, I behaved terribly to that man. And I, I go off, kind of compose myself, and I go over and try and apologise. Sure. They can see when it's sincere. Yes. And when it's meant. Yes. And each time I've apologised, a little bit of shame has left me. Just a tiny little bit of shame. Okay. And it gets lighter each I'm time. Oh, Yeah. It's lighter. Why are you doing all these interviews at the moment? It's a big story in The Guardian. A lot of affection for you. Apparently. Oh, no, there was, definitely. There really was. I don't know. I don't... uh, I've heard. Yeah, good. Um, What's prompted this kind of popping your head above the parapet? Do you think? (laughs) Okay. Okay. We're going to be really reductive here. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Let's do it. I think I might have said this before, but it hasn't been... I'm doing this because I think you're strange. And, and no, this not is... just me necessarily, but all of the press that you're that you're doing. I have no control over that. Right, okay. I'm just saying what I'm seeing yeah. in a place with you. Yeah, OK. <laughs> heard the way you talk and think. And yes, a lot of people find it... All right, I'm going to... Scary. They do. You scared them? No. No, but a lot of people are. I think they are, yeah. And that's something I need to... I'm, I'm trying to change. I don't, Why? I don't want people to be scared of me. When it, maybe when I was 25, 26, OK, that's a feeling of power. I don't like that now. I don't want people to be scared of me. I'm not scared of you, because I think... I think you're an honest dealer, and... I have countless faults, countless, like many human beings. One thing I can pat myself on the back is sycophancy is not one of them. I think anyone who knows me, anyone... Here's the irony. Anyone who's still talking to me will tell you the same. So, I can say... That now, oh, the Guardian. No, it all started. I don't know how you're going to edit this. I really, Catherine, good luck. <laughs> the surgeon, I just pressed the board. Right, sorry, Tommy. I'm going to stop. Sorry. Do you want to stop? Should we finish? No, 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 oh, no, I'm just saying, tell me, but just stop because I was going to go and tell you something. Tell me, stop. Tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. Okay. Right. I'm prodding Help. Tony with a stick to make him tell me. And listeners, yes, he is. Yes. And stick is a metaphor. Let me tell you that. Ha! Oh, that's a... 
Oh, you'll be fine in Edinburgh. You, you, no, you've still got it. You've still got it. Um, no. Go uh, okay, okay. Uh, have, you, have you wanted to do that? Right. Uh, it was Sunday mirror. It was... It's Dame Emma Thompson's... Dame Emma Thompson's... Six years birthday. You knew her at Cambridge. Would you like to come and share some thoughts about the time you God yeah I think she's brilliant. I have happy memories. So I did the interview. But it turned into something else. Not a nasty interview, it just turned into something else. They're very clever. Very clever these people. I don't know about that. I, I didn't suspect any... Uh, what's the word? I've heard it a couple of times. Shenanigans. Yeah. But it's true, I didn't know. So where's this going? I want to talk about Emma. How beautiful and talented she was. That's what I was here for. Yeah. And so telling her, and suddenly it turned into something else. They stitched you up. No, I don't think they oh, did. Okay, right. That's my point. Yeah. I don't think they did because the journalist suddenly decided to go somewhere else. I'll go. Yeah. Christ, no, we've always stitched up in the bars. No, I didn't say that. Which goes back to uh, out of context, verbatim. Uh, Word for word, no, it just turned into something else, and that's how it got on. And that's how this really, um, quite quick thing has developed. Tony, listen, I'm gonna turn this off, we're gonna go outside, and we're gonna wrestle. You up for that? Please don't forget. Ian, yes, if that really is your name, and I've done some research and I know it is. <laughs> He's good. He's good. He really has done his research, readers. You just said wrestle. I was a black belt in June when I was 15. Shut up, will you? Have you, have you not done your research? I've represented England against the Netherlands. I was crap. I was banned <laughs> for using an illegal throw. I didn't even know that it was only banned two weeks. Here we go. This is the headline: Tony Slattery's judo cheat shame. <laughs> but it wasn't cheat. No one told me it wasn't allowed. So how oh, them? Stop talking to him. No, no, no. I, know, no, I know, I know, I know you. I know the trouble you've got to do. Yes, yeah. well, I'm not. All right, well, listen. Um, so Edinburgh is coming up. Best of luck with that. Cheers. Anything else you wanna you wanna plug? You wanna no. sell? No, no. This, this. I'm gonna do Edinburgh. Oh, oh sorry. I've got tell you. No, I was turning it to Kenneth Williams. I didn't even know he wanted me to, but that was 1981. That's another interview. Can we, can we shake on that? I'll tell you, and it's not being rude. I'll tell you what it's about. I'll tell you what. Oh, 
and yes, he did make that noise. I thought what you did was quite... It was the Richard Baker show, 1981. I'm sure you can recover these things. I thought you did was great. You should have stood up. I think you're quite good-looking. You're not rough. Enough. Oh! No. <laughs> All right, now you tell the truth. Who did that? No one touched it. It fell off the table. That wasn't me. No, be true. Was it? It wasn't you, was it? No, because I'm over here. No one touched it. I'm over here. Five feet away. Nothing is broken. No, I think that was that. Was it me? Yes. What? No. Yes. I'm really sorry. Turns out it was me. We didn't break the glass. Sorry. Was it me? Yes. Because when I went, oh, you made a just a sweeping uh, gesture. Because it made you laugh. Yeah. It made you laugh, and then you went. Well, this, is, this is proof that you are you are dangerous. You are dangerously. No, I'm not dangerous. I couldn't have blinded someone with a broken glass. You could have. No, you and your illegal judo moves. Right. <laughs> so so right. Listen, I'm going to end this because otherwise we're going to be here all day. Cass got to edit this. Do you want to put some swears in just for Kath at the end? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> Except to say, I'm really sorry if this has given you trouble, Kath, but it was nice to speak to you earlier. And Christ, good luck with editing this. And I know it is within the power of you both to make me sound like a complete... <laughs> May I just say that you really don't need any help in that because I have done that on a day-by-day basis for many years. All I'm saying is thanks to you both and uh, it was lovely talking to you. And also, this guy, Ian, uh, I know he's got into trouble before, but at least... (laughs) He's, he's the dog back now. Um, at least he's honest. So, however you edit it, uh, um, uh, do it. Good luck. Tony, that was a great rehearsal. Should we do the interview for real now? If you put your clothes back on, yes. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
just couldn't. I'm never very good at um, telling, asking people. And if you, I've done interviews in bars before, and runners have gone up, or producers have gone up, and said, "Could you just turn the music off for just half an hour?" Yeah, yeah, sure, not a problem. And if I'd have gone, it was an empty pub. You just you turn the music down. They would have turned it down. But I just get too nervous, and I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it, and I didn't want to break the vibe that was going on. Um, with me and Tony. It was Tony Slattery. We'll put it out as a podcast so you can carry it around in your pocket. Thank you for all of the kind uh, words on Twitter. Lots of you um, uh, saying very kind things. Pretty much unedited. That's that's kind of how it happened. The only real edit, I, mean, I know Kath trimmed it a little bit, but the only real edit was when he, he, um, he started crying and um, I suggested that we stopped recording for about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and um, that was that was it. We, we chatted for about another... Maybe it was um, uh, another 45 minutes, hour after that. Um, and you... Th- <laughs> if you think the interview was revealing, <laughs> you should have heard what we talked about in the 45 minutes afterwards. Um, I love that man so much. And I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten, and I'm embarrassed. I'd forgotten until we it was possible we were going to get him on the show. And I started thinking, I'd forgotten how much of an inspiration he was to me as a young man. I, I, I'd forgotten. Just kind of airbrushed him out. And then it really got me thinking that he, he was. He was huge for me. He was absolutely huge for me. And to see him um, uh, and to meet him was a thrill and was an honour. And um, I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be all right. I think he's going to be all right. He's got to do quite a lot of work. Got to put down the booze, but he's going to be all right. Because you heard him, man. You heard him, Kath. Still, you know, still... And I, I, you know, he, he said it was medication that was causing that. I'll buy that. Buy that. Um, but he's still... He's still funny. Still still sharp. A little bit slower, but a little bit dulled by medication, booze, whatever. But still sharp and still funny. And his style was always skipping from one thought to the next. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you had to really work to keep up with him. And that's still there, too. That is still there. Um, and looking on Twitter, people that know Tony have been in touch with us. Yeah. And, and the fact that they approve and they feel that we heard the real Tony there means the world, to, I know, to you and certainly to me. I was worried. And, and, yeah, we've had a couple of his team get in touch saying thank you for that. I was worried... Um, that it could be seen. And a couple of people have said, mm, this feels a bit uncomfortable. I was worried that it could be seen as being exploitative because because that's not what we want to do. We're not the Daily Mirror. And I, I read his Daily Mirror thing while we were listening. We're not one of those. We're not one of those. Hey, great. We're great. We got him to talk about this, this and this. And, and um, But so to have people on his team, thank you, um, saying that you enjoyed it. And that you uh, that, that that really means a lot. I'm 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 was so, th- and there was you heard it in there about three quarters of the way through it. I suddenly just went, it's Tony Slattery, and I just had one of those moments. Tony Slattery sat opposite me, and we're flirting quite heavily. And he's so lovely, and um, he's so lovely. What what a, what a talent! What a talent! And it just goes to show that that stuff, whether it's addiction or whether it's depression or bipolar, can hit anyone. Can hit anyone. He was one of the biggest stars, and he was at the top of his game, and he 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 faltered because of 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 one or possibly two, maybe even three illnesses. You know, it can it can strike absolutely anyone. And um, yeah, what a, what a nice guy. What a really really nice guy. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I don't need to give the number out. The phones have gone absolutely nuts. So let's let's. If you're on the switchboard, wait, and I will come to you. Good evening, Malky. Good evening, Ian. How are you doing? I'm very very well, mate. Thank you. 
uh, brilliant interview with Tony there. I thought, uh, first of all, I thought you were really sensitive, so well done, Ian. Thank that you, was brilliant. Thank you. Uh, I with mental health awareness week and all that, yeah. really hits home when you hear one of your heroes, and he's still clearly struggling a wee bit. Um, uh, but it was, it was just an amazing interview, and I just really wanted just to say that. Um, Bless you, Matthew. Thank you. I know man. he's coming to Edinburgh. I'm planning to see him. I'm concerned, I have to be honest, I think 10 dates, um, especially doing improv, um, is maybe a bit heavy going. I would have suggested maybe a wee bit baby steps. I hope the guys around them and that, maybe just, uh, you know what Edinburgh's like. Edinburgh, it's yeah. really high intensity. You'll get a lot of attention off the press, adrenaline. People want to get really want to get to see him so the attention might be a bit overwhelming and that's my only concern mm. is it's it's maybe not the first place you want to you know you know it yourself you were going gigging or whatever you'd you'd work in gently before you go ahead the, Ed, the edinburgh it's festival like, for it's the, like going it, to old trafford really isn't yeah. it it's it's it's, it's such an intense insane bubble you know it's a wonderful right. city and you're there for the festival it is insane and there's pressure and there's temptations and there's all kind of things here's the thing Malcolm. I, I i kind of have the same concerns and i wonder if I wonder if it's the best idea. I know he's done it. I think he was there last year. I know he's got a great team around him, right? He's got good people around him who've got an eye out for him. So it's not like, you know, it's not like there's some Svengali going, right, we're going to no. milk slattery for all we can. It's no, good these, people these are people him. who actually love him. Yeah. So so he's, he's surrounded by good people. Um, personally... He's stand, isn't he? It's small venue, so it's, yeah. it's not... It's not not one of the bigger venues. It's going to be, I would imagine, in that room there's going to be so, and I've just been invited to see him do a show on June, me and Kath, which I'm thrilled about. There's going to be so much affection for him in, in that room, so much affection that he will not be able to do anything wrong. My concern would be um, that, the, 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 you know, someone else does an interview with him, who, you know, for one of the papers that stitches him up. That's my concern because he's, there was a, there's a vulnerability there that you could hear in yeah, the fact that... See, he, that, that's... That... That's the thing, Ian. He was he was he was on um, this week that um, Andrew Neil and I, I saw some of the feedback after, that, and it's obviously people who weren't fully aware he's back. You know yeah. the difficulties he'd had, and even the way that that went, it concerned me because people were just speaking as they saw it. But you know what the journalists can be like; they yeah. can totally do a oh, well, they can stitch him up. Job. They can stitch what him he up. He was man. saying about Emma. Emma Thompson. Yeah, exactly that. Um, I, I agree. I, I would, you know, I offered. Uh, uh, I, 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 we, had, we had a really intimate chat afterwards, and I don't want to give away too much. But I did say to him, look, if, if you ever want someone to go to a meeting with an AA meeting, you've got my number. Give me a call, and I'll go, I'll, I'll go and sit in a meeting with you. I do. I've got not. I've got a problem with that because that's what I do anyway, and I'm, I'll happily take you. Um, I just, I, I just want him to get sober. I, you can't. Here's from my experience. You can't treat any of the other stuff until you're sober. But I get, right. I get why he drinks. I understand why he drinks. Hey, nice one, Malky. Thanks for well, your call, man. Uh, I, I just want to say you, yes. did, you were brilliant. Really sensitive. Well done, Ian. Thank Super. you. Thank you, Malky. I appreciate that. Thank you very much indeed. It's weird because I don't want to say... I don't know. I don't. I didn't want to tell him to do it. I, it was, there was a real definite mood shift, though, when I said, you sound pissed. Because mm. he did sound pissed. And all of you listening to it were thinking that, you know, I know you were, and, I, and, and that's why I had to, I had to ask it. It was very uncomfortable for the next few minutes. He just sat there, stony faced, looking at me, giving me one word answers. And I thought, oh, shit, you can hear me stumbling, going, right, well, how, how am I going to get out of this?
Um, but it had to be addressed. It had to be addressed. He's a good man. He's a good man. I, 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 I don't want to keep saying it, but he's a, he's a good man. And there are loads of good men and good women who um, drink for whatever for whatever reason, you know. And um, there is an alternative. We should give out the AA uh, alcoholic. I just tweeted it. Let's give out Alcoholics Anonymous phone number actually, because I think that would be an appropriate thing in case this is touched. Uh, a, a nerve with you, dear listener, or, or maybe someone you know or something. So the number for AA is um, 020-7407-0700. 0207-407-0700. And the number for NA, Narcotics Anonymous, is 300 one two one two. Can I offer one more number? Yeah. This is for Al-Anon, which is for people who are affected by someone else's drinking, so family and friends of someone who has a, a problem. Um, they've got a free confidential helpline, mm. and they ha- also have groups because you know that person who is supporting, you know, someone, a loved one who is dealing with a drink problem, also needs someone to look out for them. Yeah. So eight oh eight hundred double oh eight six. 811 We got Catherine, we got Sohail, we got Roger and we got Julie. This is The Late Night Alternative on Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. 0344 is the telephone number if you, uh, if you want to give us a call. Let's try Sohail. Good evening, Sohail. Sohail. Hello? No? Gone. Two, one. I had your mute. I'm so sorry. Oh, flipping it, man. Was, yeah. You were so close. The hand was over the bell. The finger was on the cutout. I was about to get cut off. Oh, shit. You're about to get cut off now. What, what are you speaking through? Like a walkie-talkie? I'm, I'm, on, I'm on an iPhone 5S. It's really old. I'm so sorry. Well, c- c- iPhone 5S, dear God. It sounds better than that. Are you on speaker? No, I'm not. Flip. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm literally talking through my phone. You're literally talking through your phone. Okay, Sahel, what yeah. would you like to I say? Just in such... say I just want to say, Ian, that was that was a fantastic interview. Hey, thank you, man. That was that was that was excellent. And, and I... Ooh, okay, Sahel, you you do sound you can't you right? Jesus, what is? <laughs> we don't know when we've got delay, do you? You've not got a thing. All right, we'll give it. Sahel, we're going to come back to you in a second. You cannot use language like that. The irony is, he said, "I don't want to sound like an effing bellend." Well, you did by using th- th- that language. So just chill your boots. I knew he was going to drop a, a So did I. I could feel it. Chill your boots. We'll come back to you in a second. Stay there. We'll come back to you in a second. Let's go to Julie. Ian, Ju- if that is your real name. <laughs> <laughs> he made me laugh so much. He made me laugh so much. He's, he's, he's I mean... It was like just for a second being sat on the set of Whose Line was going, if that is your name, and I've researched it, and it is. <laughs> it was just so funny, but I'm so pleased that there, there were lots of laughs in that interview because at one point I wanted to phone and I thought, I can't because I'm going to be in tears on, on, on the phone yeah. because I found it so touching. Um, and can I say, Ian, what? A wonderful job you did of interviewing him, and also what a wonderful interviewee didn't he? Didn't he? Um, you know when he was saying about you know I don't want to have the you know the script or certain copy with you know it spun a certain way, yeah. and that takes kind of like you were saying about the vulnerability that you know he's putting himself out there, mm. and I'm just pleased that 
you gave him the you interviewed him the way that was respectful to him yeah. and understanding as well and the way that you opened up as well about things that you've gone through so you know it was it was a beautiful thing He's, man well thank you julie i appreciate that and i appreciate you defecting from martin kellner's show to <laughs> make your twice <laughs> twice yearly contribution to my show um here's the th- here's my prediction right here's my prediction for tony right is that he gets caught up in this swell of love that is out there for him that kind of started yeah. with the guardian interview that is is you know being buoyed along by this but other interviews he's going to do he sorts out his he sorts out his drink problem it i I reckon in a year, two years, he's going to be back at the top of his game. I can feel it. Do you know what I mean, Catherine? Yeah. I can, I can see it. I can see it. Because, and I've really got to stress this, and we were yeah. laughing so much after, he, he is, he's only dimmed by the glint of the booze. Once that's gone, he's, he is in there as sharp as a tack. He's still got the chops. He can still do it. He's still just... God, I mean, listen. He's an, can he's I just a, say it as well? That I'm really pleased that when you were... You were going to ask him about drinking, and even before you'd said the question, yeah. I knew that was what you were going to ask. Yeah. And in my mind, I was willing you to ask that question. It had to be done. It was uncomfortable, but it had it, to be done. Exactly, it had to be done. But you were respectful about it. Yeah. He, you know, he's talking about being open and honest, and that's what it was. And you know, you said, "I'm sorry if I'm offended you." And he said, "That's fine." So I'm really pleased you did that because that kind of, I think, a lot of interviews would have shied away from that. Yeah. Or made a bigger deal of it than it. I just was, know that you know? all of you lot were, were were thinking it, and I had to kind, I had to ask. Yeah. I had to ask it. Go on, Kath. Yeah. What I was worried about was a load of people atting him on Twitter and. Uh, speculating as to what was going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be done. But also, the overriding thing I got from that interview was the fact that he has still has a great deal of insight into how he is, right? So that gives me hope that, that more of Tony will be able to yeah. shine in the it's, future. It's going to happen. I know it's going to happen, right? And here's the thing. And, you know, he looks different and he's older and he's... He's still really sexy. There's something really sexy, you know, there's something really sexy about him and magnetic about him and charming. Yeah, it's that. It's the intelligence and the charm, isn't it? Judo. The judo thing, he got banned from judo for doing illegal moves. Who I, knew? I, I did kung fu. I could beat the crap out of him, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I didn't want to belittle him in the pub. Here's the thing, right? I, I reckon in a year, maybe two years, we're going to like start seeing him on some big things on TV. I can just feel it. Once he sorts himself yeah. out, and he will do. I, I know he will. I know he's, it's he's a really all... interesting interview. Thank you. Know, you. All kind of. Uh whatever inverted commas struggles aside it was just a really interesting yeah. interview and funny as well untouching so thank you very much thank you very much right let's hope that Sohail has cleaned his mouth out with soap last chance hello mate I, I, I apologise profusely for that um, I think I just want to say unless a man would have produced a, a, a much ridiculous like stupid interview okay. I think that was fantastic and for me, like listening to that, Go on. it made me very tearful and very joyful just to hear, just the way that you were, you, you, you were able to let him speak, and and you, you know as well as I do what he's talking about. It's very personal, but uh, yeah. stuff that stuff that I guess that probably that you and I have probably felt, well, that we all have. Well, can I ask you a question? Yeah, you can. Of course, you can. Are you drunk? I am a little bit. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, that's why the f bomb slipped out. Yeah, I'm sorry about that. No, that's all right. Are you? But are you? Are you? Are you? Are, are, are you? Um, like alcoholic drunk, or are you just? You just had a night out and you've called. 
Yeah, well, well I, I work shifts, so right. um, some of us get drunk in the week. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, well, I guess maybe maybe I'm a bit, a little bit alcoholic drunk. I don't know. Well, this is well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Do, do you want to? Do would you want to be drunk right now? Uh, well, I'm having a nice time. So. Okay. If you're having a nice time, yeah. you're having a nice time. How often are you getting yeah. drunk these days? Uh, it's like once a week, twice a week. Okay. Well. Okay. What uh, makes you? Th- what makes you think that you might be alcoholic drunk? Uh, no, I'm, I don't know that, um, I don't know that I need to get drunk to have a nice time. Mm. To, like, loosen up, cool, mm. cool talk radio. Yeah, well, chat. I get that bit, I get that bit, because this is not a natural thing, phoning up a radio station. But, no. but, um, getting drunk, if that's the only way you can have a good time, then, um... It's not the only way. Yeah, it's not, the other way is smoking crack. Yeah. <laughs> Getting a bit brown. I, I can't get hold of my guys. So there we go. Yeah. Okay, well, listen, to Sahel, thank no. you for the kind words. and t- Please take care of yourself, man. Uh, I will. All, All right. right. All right, thank, thank you. you, thank you, thank you. There's a lot of it about these days. There's a lot of it about. Roger! Good evening, Ian and Catherine. Hello. I've still got tears in my eyes. Oh, man. That was amazing. Thank you, man. It was uh, he's he's special, huh? He's he's um he's something special. Yeah, it 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 didn't feel as, as I said on Twitter, it didn't feel like an interview. Mm. It just felt like you were just two guys that two wise guys having a chat, having a nice chin wag. These two wise guys. <laughs> I just thinking exactly two wise same. guys in my deli. What am I a clown? Are you? <laughs> here's the yeah, thing, Roger. Here's the thing. As soon as because we, I spoke to him on the phone twice, right? I spoke to him when mm. I got into Hampstead because the meet, we changed the time, and and then when I couldn't find him, and it, the, the phone calls were a little bit stilted because I'm not very good on the phone, and and he mm. kind of told me he's not. Um, but the second he walked in, it was like something just clicked. The second he walked in, it, it, we, we were just like chatting straight away. And I don't always, you don't always get, you don't get that very often actually when you're doing an interview, but we both just chatting and laughing and he was laughing at my, my digital recorder and I couldn't get the batteries out because the batteries died and it's just straight away something clicked, man. Something clicked. Yeah, and it, I think it, that's his skill is being able to make people feel, make me feel relaxed. Yeah, it did bring. It did bring. Cause I, I'm like you. I, I'm a little bit, just a couple of years younger than you, and uh, I can remember watching a of get me tongue tied now. Whose line is it anyway? Yeah. And I love. I used. To, I used to stay up late to watch. Whose line is it anyway? It's one of you know one of. The, it was one of those shows that you, your parents often. Yeah, you can stay up and watch that because it's good. Um, I used to. I used to tape it. I used to. I had one VHS tape full of Whose Line Is It Anyways, and um, if if like sometimes the episodes were were a little bit crap, and they were generally the ones that didn't have Tony in, and so if there was a crap one, then you take a punt and record next week's the next week's over it and hope that the next week's was better than the one you were taping <laughs> over so that you only got the, you only got the good stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm going to have to go on a YouTube rabbit hole, try and watch some old clips of him on... Yeah. ..on, yeah. The, on the YouTubes, because he's, the he's YouTube. still sharp. He's funny. He, he, uh, uh, he's, uh, he's one of those ones where, one minute... I'm laughing my head off for the next minute. I've got tears in my eyes. Then I'm laughing again with tears in my mm. eyes, and it's just—it was just brilliant. Oh, and thank you, Roger. Thank uh, you. I really, really hope, Catherine, the uh, B 
beeper machine survived? Just about. There's not very much of it left. I think I've got about three more beeps left for the rest of the have week. To get a refill. <laughs> Thank you, Roger. That means a lot because we. I, I was worried. I was worried about playing it out because I didn't want. I didn't want it to be um, seen as exploitative. You know, because that's the mm. last thing we want. Yeah. But I want him. I want him. I want him to win. I want him to win. Have have any improvisational comedians tweeted complaining that he doesn't represent them oh, yet. Thank you for your call, Roger. Good evening. Thank you very much indeed. Stirrer. Um, Catherine, stay there. We'll come to you next. And I'm after staying. Catherine... No, this Catherine oh, on the line. You, I mean, you can go if you want. Can I? Yeah, yeah. You would as well. Look, you would as well. Look at you. You wouldn't because you know you'd lose your job. And, you, and I'm your bread and butter. What? And you know which side your bread and butter's I want some on. jam. It's disgusting. Across the UK, online and on DAB. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. No jam, but plenty of mayo. Let's go to Catherine. Good evening, Catherine. Hi, Ian. Hi, Catherine number one. <laughs> Catherine's pulling a face. What's that face for? Nothing. I'm just thinking about... Um... A sandwich. Okay. No. <laughs> I would love a sandwich. Hey, get this, Catherine, number two. I got a hammock and I, I got back from um, interviewing Tony Slattery. I made myself a cheese and tomato and mayo sandwich. I went and lay on my hammock listening to the radio. Oh. I ate my sandwich and then I fell asleep on a hammock. Bliss. I'm living the dream. Yes, my cats were like, walking around near me and fighting each other and chasing bugs and I fell asleep and I was loving oh. it. Um, um, am I worthy to talk to you? That's what I ask myself. Oh, you are. You, um, <laughs> um, I'm going to say yes because I'm benevolent. But you don't know what I'm going to say yet. It's, so you've always, got to it's always quality from you, Catherine. It's <laughs> always quality. Go on. I just wanted to ring and say that Tony Slattery was, what well, well, he's my hero. He always has been since I was a young, since I was younger. Mm. And who's lining it anyway? My brother and I used to sit and watch, um, and I've lost that brother now. So, Tony, that interview with Tony Slattery brought back such good memories oh, to me. Mate. Oh, really, really good memories. And he will get over it because I was I was an alcoholic for wow. um, five years. <laughs> is, there, is there anything you haven't done? Tra- so any tragedy you haven't had in your life, Catherine? You're, you're, no. You are such a remarkable human being. I'm so sorry. You've got to be sorry. I'm just every time but, you call, I'm struck by uh, what, what you've been through. I'm sorry. Well, it was because I'd lost, um, I lost my mum, my dad, and my brother within um, eighteen months of each other, oh, and um, I was the one that found my brother. So it. It sort of like tipped me over the edge, and I went up because me and my brother lived at home with my mum and dad. So um, it knocked me into complete downward spiral, and I was drinking two bottles of vodka a day, um, and it was killing me. And then I just put an advert in the paper, actually a blind date thing, which I would never have done. Um, met and met my future husband. So wow. it worked out all right, but I was still an alcoholic when I met him. Yeah. And I just thought, I woke up one day because he was under such pressure and I thought, hang on a minute, I've got two choices. I can kill myself um, or I can stop now and I can stay with him. And I stopped. I just stopped I, I, without anything. And I don't know how that's possible, but I swear to you, I just stopped without any help. Um, 
so listening to that tonight, my heart went out to him because that man, there is so much to him. There is so much energy in him. Mm, yeah. And I can hear it dying to get out yeah. again. You know, and I think his life is going to change so dramatically when he's back doing what he loves yeah. to do. Oh, he's going to he's going to do it. He's going to sort it out. I know There's he is. There's no way he won't do no, it. Exactly. He's got too many people in his corner yeah. fighting for him. Yeah. Because he's... I think he's the most wonderful, talented man that I'd ever seen. When I saw him on Whose Line Is It Anyway? Because Josie Lawrence used to be the other sort of uh, regular one on it. She was the main reason I watched it. Tony was second, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to see, be honest. see, Josie was my Tony. You're right. Okay, she was the one yeah, I looked yeah. up to. Yeah, yeah. See? Um, and when you watch these people, you are totally in awe of them, you yeah, know? Yeah. And growing up and seeing that talent, I, I, I'm blessed. And I would really... Shout out to everyone out there. If you have not seen Who's Line It Anyway, then do yourself a favour and get online and check it out because it's just an amazing programme and he was, well, he is an amazing man. I and think you did a brilliant job. Get out of here. Th- I think everyone, this weekend, I think I'm going to go down a bit of a rabbit hole and, um, and dig Are up you? some of the- yeah, well, literally, because we're doing a show. I was going to say... Li- it's well, li- literally, yes, you can say literally, because they changed the definition of... Li- they literally changed the definition literally of literally did. in 2011. <laughs> Catherine, number two, you're my favourite out of all the Catherines. Oh. Um, I've got... She's making me cut you off! Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the phone number if you want to uh, give us a call. Some, some, guy, some guy is uh, he, tweeting me in the, in the middle of the show because of the bitrate is low on the talk radio stream, and he says it's making Ian, your S's sound painful. It's the bit rate. Sort it out. Sure if, is anyone like, else suffering with bit rates? We have a helpline for that. I'm and I replied saying it's not the bit rate. This is how I speak. I, I do deliberately painful s's to separate the chaff. Also, you know what you can hear. Yeah. The, the painful. Every single painful s he s. gives is is painful because he has. Um, Mouth ulcer, but thank you for highlighting that problem, which is something that someone that a lot of people suffer with in silence. Two mouth ulcers. Um, uh, The bit rate might be lousy. Fine, don't don't tweet me about it. (laughs) What do you want me to go and do? Put what am I supposed to do? Put in a, a, a hard drive up. Get something with a hand. Six K dial up to. What do you mean to do? Can't do anything. I haven't even got faders here next week when we go to the new studios. Faders. Oh, so many faders. And promise faders until Paul Ross knocks coffee over it again. No coffee allowed in. Oh. Denny, I quit. <laughs> I, no, am I allowed to bring in... i tell you what I bought um, the other day. I went to Monday. And I've been thinking about this for a while and I bought it. It's not quite... But you know those old man thermos mugs with the lids mm-hmm. that so you can ca- like can carry a hot drink around and put it in the car I've, I've bought one of them it's sort of not quite that it's like a sort of sipping one and a half drink flask but it's the same thing I bought that am I allowed to bring that in yeah you can leave it outside though no hot so, drinks in the studio so that means no so hang on when I say am I allowed to bring that in and you say yeah what you meant was from outside no. yes but not into the studio well, so can I bring it in it depends on what def- your definition of in is. Well, into the into the studio, no. obviously, absolute dickweed. No. Well, how am I supposed to work under these conditions? Wait, 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 right, wait. No, no, I'm no, getting listen. in touch no, with listen. Eamon Holmes. No, oh, he doesn't really work no, here. Listen. No, listen. I'm going to organise a strike. Listen, you play by the rules for the first three weeks. There's cameras in them studios. I'm organising a strike. Uh, uh, Jeremy Kyle and Eamon Holmes and other presenters that don't really work here. Uh, we're going on strike and.
This is not uh, get a long straw. All right, you, all right, all right, wise guy. All right, all right, smart crack. Oh, all right, two slits. <laughs> <laughs> Out there, double slitting. Smart crack. That's smart crack. One. Smart crack. <laughs> Sorry. What's up? Yeah. Smart crack. Fun times. Uh, that's that's my nickname. Do you remember the Get Along Gang? Yeah. Get along, like gang. Get along, gang. Each one is special in their own way. No, not. Montgomery's the leader, and is such a good sport. Okay. The Get Along right. Gang. Get ask, Along Gang. Didn't ask you to sing the song. Get up. With the get along gang, get up, be a Please, good friend shut today. Up. Shut up. So yeah, I do remember. Okay, <clears throat> a bit. Absolute bell cheese. Um. Oh, so right. Here's the thing: is Morrissey is Morrissey a confirmed racist? Then do we know this? We know this for sure, do we? I thought it was still um, up in the air. Here's the thing. Jimmy Fallon, under fire, for, he's a, for letting Morrissey wear an anti-Islam far-right group's pin while promoting latest album on his show. Morrissey sparked controversy by sporting an anti-Islam pin while appearing on The Tonight Show star, uh, starring Jimmy Fallon on Monday. The former Smiths frontman sparked fierce backlash against both himself and the late nice host as he was performing his his um, song, Go Home Dark Boys. No. No. Uh, uh, Morning Starship for his album, California Sun. For, Brit- for, for Britain... For Britain... That's what it's called. For Britain is an anti-Islam group that was started in 2017 and led by far-right politician Anne-Marie Waters. Their website calls for an end of Islamisation. Islamization. Islamization. There we go. Of the UK. I want to end it because I can't say it. It's very painful, those bit rates. And Waters has described Islam evil in previous interviews. In an interview with Tremor in 2018, the 59 year old singer shared that the party gave him hope. I'm not going to do the voice. I find the Tory Labour, Tory Labour constant switching to be pointless, he said. Um. Britain has received no media for Britain has received no media support and dismissed with the usual childish racist accusation. I don't think the word racist has any oh here we go. This is typical racist <laughs> spiel. I don't think the word racist has any meaning anymore other than to say you don't agree with me, so you're racist. People can be utterly, utterly stupid. Um Amory Waters is absolute leadership. She doesn't read from a script. She believes in British heritage, freedom of speech. She wants everyone in the UK to live under the same law. Doesn't he live in Rome? Uh, Full Britain has an entire page dedicated to Morrissey's support of the group. The page features images of the singer wearing the pin a badge at other occasions. Um... S- um Uh, so he is. So he is racist now. Kind of breaks my heart, but I think he might be. Yeah, because I know there's been a lot of clues, but I just thought a lot of. I mean, the first one I remember was 
like when he did a gig in Finsbury Park in the 90s and had the flag of St George and there were a load of skinheads and I don't quite know what happened but I remember him being called out as a racist then I thought well you know he can't be no no and that was like 25 years ago is is he he is isn't he well I I don't really care I'm not a massive Smiths fan I I just want to I love them he has always been contrary and I don't know how much he says for effect but that's a deliberate move, that, that for Britain pin. Wearing a badge, it's a badge. Wearing, um, I mean, if, if, if for Britain are for calling badges badges, then I'm, then I'm in. Not pins. I want the anti-Americanisation of this once great nation when I'm feeling lonely at a station <laughs> and I need some masturbation. All oh, right, OK, yeah, I knew we were going there again. There's a sense of desperation yeah. as I touch my penisation. And long for some inflation. Here we go. But there's just devastation. Okay, all right. That's personal issues being discussed on air. That's private. That's private. That's private issues. Um, so, so <laughs> Morrissey is racist. Say it. Say it, Catherine. I don't know. I don't Say know. Say Morrissey it... is a racist. I'm not saying it. Say it. No, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, so you support racism. Okay, no, there I'm we have s- it. There we have it. Catherine supports racism. She's anti-Islamic. She's anti-black. Um, wow. So Catherine is... This escalated. Catherine is... Well, racism does, mate. Racism does. So Catherine is a racist. This is Talk Radio. <laughs> the Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I've forgotten your name already. Excuse me. On Talk Radio. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one... Th- ah, hang on. Lunch with Kelsey Grammer tomorrow, guys. Lunch with Kelsey. Oh yeah, Grammar. what time? Huh? Where are we meeting? No, ah, I am meeting him in a private members club in in uh, a very swish part of London. Okay. Uh, um, at some point around lunchtime. Oh. You will not be attending because you are not special. <gasps> I am special. I'm blessed. I'm hosting a thing with him in a couple of weeks, a few, few weeks, I don't even know how long, on my birthday, my 46th birthday. Ah. Um, I should probably put some effort into um, researching it. That's what tomorrow's about, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose so. Enjoy life to the full, don't quit carbs and rock a bikini at any age. These are my not just my life tips, these are the life tips in some crappy story in the newspaper. These are among the life lessons from women aged 50 plus who are asked to share their pearls of wisdom. Uh, uh, so here we go. These are the top twenty pearls of women, pearls of women, pearls of wisdom. Oh, pearls of women. <laughs> the elusive pearl of woman. Nobody's business but their own. Um, these are the top twenty pearls of wisdom from women. Okay, well, okay, well, this, this doesn't. Number twenty. When your kids leave home, you get your marriage back. But number nineteen is. Second marriages are usually better. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is all. Uh, 18, you'll become more stylish in your 50s. Can't come soon enough for you, Catherine. Outrageous. Um, 17, be confident in a bikini at any age. Well. 16, sex It gets... depends where you're wearing the bikini, doesn't it? Funeral, a bit awkward. Supermarket. Okay. Frowned upon. Okay, Kath's doing the commentary on this one. Okay, right, fine. Here's number 16. Sex does get better with age. Mmm. More like cheese. Cheesy sex. <laughs> God! I just meant cliched. 
Oh, I just make cliche. Not unhygienic. <laughs> Fifteen. Always put friendships before romance. Um, um, depends. Fourteen. Never use sunbeds. Can you? Can you? Can't get sunbeds yeah, anymore. Can, can you? Yeah. I thought it was all tanning stand... salons. Well, that's what sunbeds. No, it's not. Self tan and sunbeds so, so are available. Tanning salons are not sunbeds. It's Someone. the ones you spray. You stand in the tube and they spray you with brown muck. Ah, oh, but sometimes you stand in the tube and they um, they um, zap you. Someone's mum would always have a sunbed in the spare yes, room, and you would know it was on because it would go blue. It would, yeah, it would go blue. <laughs> Life is too short to deny yourself carbs. I don't even know what that sentence means. Eat crisps. You are never too old to wear your hair long. These are, I mean, come on, guys. These are lousy. Always use your right to vote. Gosh. Trust your gut, number 10. Trust your gut feelings when it comes to men. You're nodding to Pre that. Preach. Number nine, material things do not matter. Incorrect. Number eight, you will get through the menopause. Whether you like it or not. Number seven, look after your skin. Oh, these are boring. Number six, always be financially independent. Boring. Number five, plan for the future. Boring. Number four, nothing is more important than family. Don't tell me that. You think I'm thick? What if your family's a nightmare? This is for you. This is for women, not for me. Hmm. Perfection, number three. Perfection does not exist. So stop striving for it. Oh, Jesus. This is just a waste of who's had, who's had one of them special calendars for Christmas and has decided to do all the days at once? Number two, be present in the moment and appreciate the small things. I mean, how small? Why is everything about tiny penises? <laughs> is that on there? <laughs> Number one, size does matter. Number one, life is short. Oh. <laughs> Ain't it just? Life is short, so make the most of it. Make them grab, grab life by the balls. Why is it all about balls to you? And, and make the most of it. What have you got, Boily? Um, boring. It was a boring story. All right. Well, I've got this. I've got a story here about. Well, just a small town girl. Bigamist hubby stole my money and left me with kids. So, how do you think she responded? Um, that, hang on, David. Stop tweeting me about the bit rate. I, I can't do anything about it. I'm a presenter. I can't do anything. I'm a little bit busy. and I, I can't do anything. But well done for knowing bit rates. Well done for knowing bit rates. Is that what you want? Good luck. Catherine, I do apologise, please. Bigamist hubby stole my money and left me with kids, so I started a drug empire. Oh, flipping it, Didn't really? Didn't see that one coming, did you? When Christine Musen, 59, discovered her husband's betrayal, she became a nun and created a buzzing business, as told in the buzzing. film... You are buzzing, buzzing, yes, again. Okay. ...Breaking Habits. This is in her voice, not mine. I grew up as one of six children in a devout Catholic family in the USA. I did everything I was supposed to. I went to church and I studied hard. After college, I climbed the corporate ladder as a business analyst and landed a management job at a data communications company in Georgia, the first wom woman in Georgia. the role. Georgia. Georgia. Georgia, Miss Jones. But sexism was rife and male colleagues made my life a misery. I live in Georgia, Miss Dubois. Except Gary. He had my back and we became friends. But when he wanted Copy to start accent, dating, yeah. I hesitated. She copied my accent. I was doing the accent Do better. First. He told me Different. he was divorced with a young daughter and, di and I didn't want oh. him if he was on the rebound. Mm -hmm. After he reassured me, I eventually gave in. Christine, I'm ready to move on. Well, with sir, you. I'm ready to take you. We married in 1991 and our family was complete when our daughter Megan and sons Walter and Alex were born. Walter. 
Walter. I was totally in love. Little did I know a nightmare was secretly unraveling. Fast forward to 2005. We just returned to our Kentucky home after a wonderful, ten wonderful years in Amsterdam. Oh, ten wonderful years in Amsterdam where I've been working for a U.S. telecommunications company. Gary had seemed happy being a house husband, and I managed to save a million dollars in my business account. Wow, we! I was proud of my success, and I thought he was too. But just before Christmas, when I was talking about investing some of my earnings, he just stared at me. There is no money, he said coldly. Is Paul Rosted there? No, he's not, is he? I can't see. He's there, is he? Oh, fine. If you want it, you'll have to beg for it. What, what, Paul Rosted? I'll beg for Paul Ross. I struggled to breathe. What are we talking about? I realised he'd spent all my money and our marriage had been a lie. He spent the million dollars? Yeah. Oh, Miss Dubois. All he wanted was to control me. Looking back, I think he was so full of self-loathing that he couldn't quite stand the fact that I loved and trusted him. So, sobbing, I rang my mother and told her what he'd done. Blah, blah, blah. You've got to make this work with Gary, she said. Uh, I filed for divorce, and the court ordered Gary to leave our home while I fought for custody of the kids. Only then did I discover the depth of his deceit. In the garage under a tarpaulin, I found my business filing cabinet, which he had uh, which had disappeared. This is a nun? Not yet. I trembled with anger at the discovery he put my business in his name and siphoned my money into accounts in different countries. Yeah. <gasps> but then my lawyer dropped another bombshell. Gary was still married to his first wife. What is going on? Naughty, in naughty Gary. Yet? Not yet. His betrayal was so horrifying, I didn't know how to recover. Fled to California. Became a nun. He stopped playing child support. Divorce yeah. came through 2007. Gosh, you're really committed to this story. Well, I'm hurrying up now. <laughs> you, take, you should take a tip from the newsreader we get here sometimes, the one who makes, like, Oh, stories. he was married to someone else. And, and five children died. <laughs> She's, I like her. All news should be done like The that. lovely Kate Paltrow. She's great. Yeah, anyway. Up, upbeat, downbeat news. She started selling cannabis. <laughs> Kate Paltrow, the newsreader. <laughs> Did no. she? No. Has she got any today? Yeah, We've right. had this woman on the show a couple of weeks ago. And then became a nun. Did you? Yeah, we had her on a couple of weeks ago. Kate Partridge. Yeah. She does the news. No, we had Kate Partridge on last night, but we <laughs> had the, the nun woman. Or They're not really... The nun uh, woman. They're not Catholic the nuns. The nun woman. <laughs> they're kind of sis, a, sis, a sisterhood. Yeah, the they are. They're, they're hippie nuns. Man. They <laughs> wear shades and walk like Reservoir Dogs in this picture. Yeah, and they, and they also have, have the old... Conjugals. Oh, there oh, we go. They do. They do. We've got Cassif on the line. Good evening, Cassif. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Cassif. I want to ask you, what do you think about Jeremy Kyle going up? Uh, man, well, well, first of all, we talked about it yesterday, then we talked about it earlier, and now we've got, like, two minutes. Hmm. So, I mean, a, a short... The, the, I can give you a really, really short, reductive answer. Go on, then. But you lose all of the nuance and all of the shade and all of the caveats. Do you want the short, reductive answer that is meaningless? Yeah, go on. I'll, I'll rewatch the show anyway. So. Okay, probably for the best. That's the. I mean, that's the short. That's the short answer. And I haven't got time to go into any more detail. I mean, uh, I oh, think that you have apparently. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> I think that nobody forced these people to go on the show. They go go on there to get paid money. So really, it's not the it's not the studio's fault, is it really? Well, that's a brilliant insight into mental health and um, the tragedy that can occur as a direct result of it. And they don't get paid. Do they not? No. No, They get get expenses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you, Cassie. They get a night in Salford. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, There we go. Well, that's that problem solved. Sheila, we've got 30 seconds. I had something to say. That man's made me forget what to say now. Okay, thanks for your call. Paul, what's on your show? (laughs) 
Well, tonight. <laughs> that man's after made me Keanu forget. Reeves last night. Yeah, I see you've got tonight. Yeah. yeah. George Clooney. Oh yeah. my goodness! All the, all the interviewed hits. by Josh Rom. He's produced and directed a new series based on that brilliant Joseph Heller novel, Catch Twenty Two. It's out next month on Channel Four. It's airing, I think, tomorrow in the United States of America. I mean, the book's remarkable from 1961. It's All this hype around the, and I'm sure it's going to be great. That is, it's just maybe want to see the movie again. Yeah, yeah. The movie is Orson Wells, Art Garfunkel, Alan Arkin. It's a great film. Yeah. Mike Nichols directed, I think, didn't he? Did he? Right. I mean, the things you can't do any any book like that justice in two hours, but no. they didn't try to. They made a film. Yeah, and it's just a great one of those forgotten late sixties, early seventies yeah, masterpieces. A, yeah, it's really good. So, so we're doing a bit of that, and kind of in line with your, you know, the nun and the, the husband doing the out. We're going to be hearing about one of those good old fashioned defrocked vicar con men. He was married eight times. Three times bigamously, deported from uh, America, deported from South Africa, constantly masqueraded as a clergyman, as a bishop, even as an archimandrite, which is a, an honorary term slightly below a bishop. Great story, and it's about the professor and the parson. So we've got George Clooney and a con man. Wow, just, just, just for, we have to say, for legal reasons, we are not in any way suggesting that George Clooney is a con man. We have to cover that. Did you see Monuments Men? There we go. No, of course not. I don't think anyone did, did they? Apart ooh, from... Ooh, ouch. Ooh, ooh. I had such a high hope for that. I had such a high hope for that. Oh, I saw the trailer for that. I thought, ah, oh, this looks... This looks the bloke rubbish. from Downton Abbey, too. He was like the hard man in it. <laughs> we saw the trailer for the... There's a Downton Abbey movie. <laughs> I know, right? I've not seen one. I've never seen Who's one. Who's doing the songs? Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in blackface, no doubt. <laughs> what? It's allowed, isn't it, these days? Postmodern, ironical, isn't it? Oh, I was dear. happy in the haze of a drunken hour. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. There we go. <laughs> we are done. Sam, thank you. Have we got you tomorrow? Because you just come in whenever the hell you like. This part-timer. Unbelievable attitude. Catherine, have we got you tomorrow? Yeah. That's a shame. But we're going to work through it. We're still... That's two fingers and then one finger. You went British, then you went American. and that, You get three. Special. I nearly said something very vulgar there, and I will. I stopped myself because wow, I'm... Wow, you're growing. I'm a... Uh, <laughs> and, and he said something really vulgar there. <laughs> and as twice I've stopped myself. Don't give me any more, because I won't be able to stop anymore. <laughs> this is like Everybody Loves Raymond, the post-pub version. <laughs> Uh, we are done. We'll be back tonight at 10. Uh, stay tuned. Oh, the po- you know, podcast. Oh, I don't even want to tell hey, podcasts are plenty. Yeah, we go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, we'll be back tonight at 10. Stay tuned. Coming up after one o'clock, it's Paul Ross and Talk Radio. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking.